Hello, my babies. Hello, my ragging gals. I was just going to back you up. I didn't know where you were going to go with I it. didn't either. I should have been more prepared, but I was not. This is what we do. This is who we are. Hello, my name is Michelle. My name is Sam. I'm coming in loud to oppose your soft. Yeah, I, uh, I'm i pretty soft. You're, you're definitely harder you're than me. soft. You're Man. definitely much harder than me in many ways. I'd say physically. I'm tough and rough. I'm very soft right now. My body's very soft. I'm not tough on the inside. I'm a soft little baby bone. nougat on I'm the just, inside. You're a little baby Ted Nugent on the inside. <laughs> Welcome to the Couple of Critics Podcast. Hi. <laughs> Sorry about the ramble. That's what we do. We are nonsensical fools who just like to uh, shoot the shit and speak and say things that don't make sense. Um, but there are opinions, and that's how things work, I suppose. We uh, are a married couple who like to share our differences with each other, and uh, it's a pretty cool thing, I would say. Um, I've noticed some personal growth since doing this podcast, so and I've noticed it in you as well, my husband. Just today, I commented on the fact that I can now say things, that we can reference certain things to each other. Like today, I said... You know how, like, in Symphony X, when they do this, and you knew what I was talking about. That's what Symphony X does. (laughs) The knights, they grab the swords, and they fly on the wings of a Pegasus. Take the wheel. Jesus, Las Vegas. Jesus, Las Vegas. I liked it. Do you, do you think Jesus would go to Las Vegas? Uh, or is it, wait, he's, I'm not going to speak for Jesus. I'm not. I don't know the guy that well. If he were going to come back, as Christians believe, where do you think uh, Jesus would touch down? Touchdown? Do you think he'd touch down uh, around the touchdown? I'm Jesus? pretty sure he'd do it in the fucking end zone, and then he'd do a sweet fucking dance. Pop pow! Football on the floor, the ground, I mean, because the floor is not the ground. So do you think that Jesus would show up during the Super Bowl because he would have the majority of the country's attention? I think Jesus is going to do a halftime show. He's going to show... Who would, he, who would he invade on? Who would he pop up <laughs> in on? I, I want to know who Jesus is going to cameo. Oh my God, what if they brought cameo back? <laughs> well, like, we is know you're alive still? Guaranteed. They're like... You were a one-hit wonder in the 80s or something, and nobody uh, <coughs> cares about you at all, but we're going to let you it's do an true. entire halftime show. Um, <laughs> just fucking nine minutes of Word Up. Word, word up. up. Does everybody remember this song? I'm the guy from Cameo, Word, word Up. up. <laughs> a classic Tracy Morgan Oh, my God. Skit. It's a skit that we will both always reference. It's really interesting, the things that your brain chooses to latch on to. Uh, and being people who watched Saturday Night Live growing up, obviously there are going to be skits and sketches that uh, stand out to you more. And it's interesting to know that we do have some commonalities between uh, our interests. I don't know if that's even a real it's word. It's not a word. <laughs> bitch, I'm, uh, I'm flowing right now. It's If rappers are allowed to make up words, I'm allowed to make you're up You're allowed words. to do whatever you want, baby. I got the right thing, baby. What's cool about the Saturday Night Live thing is because there's like universal skits that everyone loves, you know, and whatever. Mm-hmm. But there's, I've found. Commonality is a word. Like, damn it. Commonality. I found that shit. we have, <laughs> I found that we have very, uh, we have references that nobody knows. 
Like, nobody's walking around going, I'm the guy from Cameo. Word up. Everybody's walking around saying, you know, van down by the river kind of stuff or But then it's like, like yeah, and then you remember when uh, Jimmy Fallon comes up and he's like, what have well, I, the, the, what have I, what have I done to deserve this? Cameo. Good skit. Anyway, this Cameo, is Saturday not? Night Live recap hour. It's. It's not at all. Yeah, it is. Here we go. Having a short conversation about Lauren how Michael started it's in interesting that you and I remember and cherish some of the same skits, even though we weren't watching them together. And they're not necessarily as well known, but they are things that we reference to this day. And I think that's interesting. We talk in references. Our, a lot of what we say are just our relationship is essentially pop culture references. Without TV, we'd be nothing. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like that as a human being. (laughs) When people say that uh, you're wasting your time Mm -hmm. watching TV, are you like, fuck you? You're wasting your time not watching TV. (laughs) I did a lot of that when my dad worked and like during the summer. I I didn't have money, so I couldn't afford to like go out and do stuff. And what was I going to do? Just like go out and walk around? In the heat? Fuck, Fuck that. that. I don't want to do that today. So, <laughs> yeah. So I just fucking hung out and watched TV and ate snacks. I also want to argue in this point, like when people bitch about TV, it's our version of storytelling now. Like, are you going to give people shit a hundred years ago? Like, what, you just sit around and listen to old Jim tell stories? It's like, l- yeah, well, I listen around and get entertained. There is that <laughs> photo that regularly circulates that it's the side-by-side of... It's like a street of people. Everyone is staring down and looking at their newspapers. And then there's a modern day photo underneath it of everyone looking at their phones. Yeah. So it's just... It's just the way it's getting to us. Yes, but we're still essentially kind of the same sort of creatures. Of course. We crave knowledge. We crave entertainment. Mm-hmm. And then you give us so much. How are we not going to... I mean, we have, we're have walking around... Almost everyone is walking around with a computer in their hand. Yeah. I never thought that that would be a thing. I don't it's I mean yeah, it's a phone, but how I I never use it as a phone. I use it as an entertainment oh, device. God, no. If I constantly. get a, If I get a phone call on it, I'm like, "Bah, what's this fucking thing? What's going on?" Usually the <laughs> only person I ever call would be you if I'm like concerned and or That's rare as well. Or yeah, like it's not common. I'd be like, "Oh shit, what's wrong?" or Oh, she must be in a drive-thru and I didn't know it. And she needs to know what I need to, for food right now. And I am a straight-up <laughs> classic. Oh, shit, my phone is ringing. Stare at it. Shit. No, I don't want to. I'm not going to answer it. And then wait about 20 minutes and text him. Text back. Hey, sorry, what's up? Hey, I missed your call. Sorry, what's up? <laughs> Even though I didn't miss it. I don't want it to come back. <laughs> How I many people do you think do that? A lot. Nowadays, a lot of people, and it's it's kind of unfortunate, but I mean, I I would be, I would rather have it. I've always kind of, I would at least have feel like I've been like that for a while. I've never been, at least since I was a teenager, much of a phone person. I don't want to sit and have super long phone conversations. Yeah, fuck that. I remember being miserable talking to like old girlfriends mm-hmm. on the phone, having to sit there for like forty five minutes to an hour, and like, and most of it was silence not silence silence but like a lot of just grasping like what the fuck do we talk about now like we're in sixth grade what am i gonna talk about yeah so i skinned my knee walking to the gym 
<laughs> but I would much rather see you face to face than yeah. I would yeah. talk to you on the phone in any circumstance. And if it's just a simple form of communication and you don't like necessarily have a lot to talk about, but you want to just like check in or send a quick message, text messaging is the greatest invention uh-huh. in the world. Absolutely. It's, it's just instant letters. It's up to your discretion what you want to do with it. I mean, we're still technically writing letters. We're just not writing them out. It's just they and we're go able, really fast. And we're able to, yes, yeah, send them instantly, <laughs> which is amazing. Now some guy doesn't have to get on a horse mm-hmm. and be like, here's your letter. So we're still doing essentially the same things. We're just finding better ways to do we're just, and quicker ways to do them. We're just kicking ass at it. Yes. That's all it is. <laughs> yeah. And it gives us more stuff than we need. And then we're lazy sacks of shit. And then we're dumb because we have so much information. And then we start to believe like stupid <clears throat> conspiracies and stuff. Because when you have all this abundance of information, people have to be like, well, what if this and what if that and what if bleh? And let's just not trust. I just, for whatever reason, I just don't feel like I should trust you. When, I mean, Jesus fuck. <laughs> Jesus fuck. I have a hard time with. Yeah. Floaty, hippie, out, not hippie, but like. It's one thing. I mean, I don't, I'm not anti conspiracy theories because I think that some things make sense. I don't think that you can trust. I mean, you can't trust the government. You can't trust the powers yeah. that be. However, I just don't know. I think that some people, if they don't know, they want to put a name on something or they want to label something. You just grasp for something to make it make sense in your head. Yes. Because you can't take the fact that you don't know. Correct. So then, and then there were people like me who do sometimes kind of assume the worst instantly. And most people probably do. When you're pulling at straws and you're trying to make something make sense, it's going to be a bad thing. So when your mind is like, well, what if, what if, I don't know, it's going to go in a bad, crazy fucking place when Uh there's a chance, I think a fair chance that... It's not as crazy as you think it is. That's that's my thought. Like, I think that there is conspiracy in a way of like, we are not being told everything. There's things that are being hidden. There's things that are being manipulated. But I do not think it's as far as many people think it is. Because yeah. I know the human being itself. And they're very unorganized. Even if the most unorganized person is still The most unorganized person, you mean? Yeah, sorry. The most organized person is still going to be a little unorganized, still out for themselves. We're all still human beings. Still flaw. You still have faults. So it's like, I get to a point, but like, I don't think humans could pull off half the shit you're even saying. I don't think a group can get together and agree on that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And maybe that's why there are just so many specific, like secret officials who are making those decisions. So knows? there aren't a lot of changing hands. What if it's even crazier than conspiracy people say it is? And there are lizard people walking around with masks on. I think anything is possible, but the idea that everything is happening just because there are possibilities is kind of kooky. I like that. I believe anything is possible, but I don't believe that everything is happening. Yeah. That's a good that's a good way to do it. Thanks. That's a very uh what's the word? Not it's not uh atheistic but uh what's the other word agnostic yeah it's very agnostic thinking it's just kind of in a different in a science world too not in just a religious way it's almost it's just kind of finding peace with the unknown which i think that it's fair for the unknown which is why people are afraid of the dark 
Yes. Uh, it's just because you don't, or like don't driving know. in a new place and people get fucking freaked out and terrified and their uh-huh. anxiety is crazy. And the ocean for me. Because you don't know what's in it. Yeah, that's all it that's, is. Like, that's what it is. I think the, the biggest Space. thing that drives most people is just what they don't know. And people find comfort much like, and i sorry to take this there, but I'm just going to throw this out. But like what happens to you after you, after you die? That's like a huge fucking conversation that people have. And they want to be like, well, what if this? Well, I believe this. Like reincarnation. And I believe you just, if you die, you die. I believe, mm-hmm. you know, your soul goes into someone else. I believe, you know, whatever. Whatever. Or I believe you just die and go straight to heaven. Or some people believe that there's a purgatory and you wait around for a while. And I mean, whatever. So we all try and put, we try to fill in the blanks. So that you yourself don't so we feel, feel so better. lost and so chaotic. Yes. Like it's not for, it's like it's for nothing. So it seems like the most peace, for me at least, from my perspective of where I stand, like the most peaceful place to be would be comfortability in the unknown. I was going to say to revel in the unknown or to be comfortable in the not, unknown. Not revel, but just exist. Okay and just with be it. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're not going to know everything. Because you can't control everything. Yeah. And that scares people. I think we were, you were having this conversation with Roberto earlier, Bobby. Like, okay. And I'm sure many people have had this conversation, but the old, you didn't know what something was at an earlier time. Yeah. And you thought it was magic at points. Like and people. now you figured out, oh, well, it's this because of this, and this reflects off this, and that's science, and like Aurora Borealis happens because of this. Aurora Borealis is but the thing that, yeah. But it's not lightning. It's not magic. Yeah, lightning. Thunder. Yeah, yeah. It's the gods bowling especially, in the sky. Especially thunder, because like lightning, you can see it actually strike down, and you can see yeah. damage. Yeah. But thunder is just sound. It's like just out of nowhere. Oh, fuck, what was that? The Lord is angry. The Lord is playing bowling. Yeah. That's what ooh, I that's, always heard growing ooh, up. Ooh, God got a strike. Yeah. Oh, the praise the Lord. <laughs> and I'd always be like, the angels are taking a piss too when it starts raining. Aren't you sweet? <laughs> Those are God's tears for all of the children that he allows to die. So then he floods people with more tears? He needs and lubrication. kills more? He needs lubrication for other things. Whoa. All right. Whoa. So we, we want to start reviewing an album. <laughs> I think it's time to, <laughs> to slide on into the next part, which is the actual podcast. Yay. So we are, um, we kind of took our time. I'd say we this one we kind of put two extra weeks into because, or not two extra, an extra week into. Yeah, we just held off. Because we just haven't been feeling like recording a podcast we've had other things going on uh, didn't feel like kind of jamming it in there yeah. unless until we felt like ready to do it and since we gave ourselves a little cushion i think that's fine i think you guys would rather us be ready instead of just that's why we forcing episodes. It. so uh yeah we listened to an album that i believe that we both as i had said at the end of the previous episode i believe we both have a history with this album we listened to beck odalay Odalay by Beck. In a way. In a way. Okay, that's fair. I'll tell you my history when we get there. But we've both at least owned it. Yes. Okay, and I do own it. When it came out. Okay. I did not own it when it came out. Um, This album, Odalay, is uh, from Beck Hansen. That is his actual name. I looked it up. I was curious. Um, This album came out in June of 1996. It was his fifth studio album. 
is as actually his best selling album to date as well. So oh really? Out of uh, and he's done many things. He's changed his sound up a little bit. He refers to his sound. I don't know if it's on this album in particular or in general. But God, I kind of forget what it was. Like country funk, wasn't it? Was, it? Yeah, it was country funk. I couldn't think of the second word. But and I, I do hear that. I do too. As soon as you said it the other day when we were watching the video for uh, Sex Laws, and we watched the video. Actually, we watched of this all the album videos. Too. That's right. When you said that, I was like, Oh yeah, I do hear it. Sex Laws is not on this album. It's got the the funk beats to it, but it's also got those like twangy sounds to it. Mm-hmm. It's a lot throughout the album, especially when you actually listen to it. Uh-huh. Sort of. Countryish. Sometimes, like the shirt then, will be kind of country, but then the pants aren't. But then sometimes he'll just dress like nice, and he'll uh, just yeah. wear like a button-up shirt and nice pants. Uh-huh. Or he'll dress up like a like he looked like he was in the hives. Or he'll look really like weird. Uh huh. Yeah. So, um, yeah, 1996 in June, as of June 1996, we were 10 years old. Um, this was this came out a year before Hanson's Middle of Nowhere. Both albums were produced by the Dust Brothers. So they like people named Hanson. I, I guess so. <laughs> so the Dust Brothers, and I don't know the Dust Brothers, I don't know anything about them. I don't know their history. I don't know their um, careers. But yeah, Back to Back had big success with uh, Beck Odelay and then big success with Hanson Middle of Nowhere the we, next year. We love 94 to 96. I think we just love the 90s and we love the mid 90s because we were starting to become. I would think that your formidable years are when you are going through puberty because you're feeling things and you're growing up and you're noticing more things around you and you things want are things starting to be yours and you, things you are starting to make identity. sense. Yeah. And then you realize that you have to like, yeah, you, you have to like take things and make things your own yeah, and like become something and you don't know what it is, yeah. but you know that you like, you like this and you like this and what you start I actually to enjoy and you start to gravitate more towards certain specific things. So yeah, I think that there was a lot and I've said this many times so I am, I do apologize because I do repeat myself a lot in general um, from podcast to podcast and within an episode, I'll repeat myself multiple times and I apologize again. I just repeated myself by apologizing a second time. And no one knew what you said in that <laughs> word. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, shit. And I went all around in circles and forgot I went too fucking far. I stretched out too far. Finding your person or finding, yeah, things that appeal to you. Again, I, I've said this before, I'll say it a thousand times. Pop music was different when we were growing up, I think. You turned on the radio, you heard just many different types of music. You could hear something that was like super poppy and like club music. You could hear something that was like more folksy, something that was more rock, something that. And I'm not saying that you don't hear that now, but things seem to have more they they seem like they've more of gelled into a similar sound so i feel like in the 90s there was just a lot going on there are a lot of different styles i feel like we i feel like the 90s was a great time for music a lot of people maybe don't agree but i think there was a lot of experimentation there were a lot of different uh phases that happened you know there was like the alternative the grunge phase and fucking the dancey stuff and the pop stuff and, and the, like singer songwriter and not even a goth phase but like the corn kind of like metal phase. And, 
And then Limp like, but then like country that. music was also really huge. huge and popular in the nineties. Garth Brooks was fucking murdering. Yeah. Like doing huge stadiums. Like so he like was literally going state to state and murdering people <laughs> and getting away with it. And I'm fucking tired of it. But I feel like there was just a lot for me and for me, it's nostalgic. And for you, it's nostalgic, but the nineties and just hearing so many different things and just like, I just felt like there were so many options, even though we didn't have a cell health cell phones, we didn't have the internet like we do now, but there was still a lot out there. There was still, I think it was diverse things to pull from. So the nineties were good for that. I think too, this was a, a time where media was very huge and the only way to get that media was to actually go out and get these things. So I think this was like the epitome of we're selling as much stuff as we possibly can right now. Mm-hmm. So let's get as much music out there as we can because we are selling so fucking much. So let's just get as much out there as we can. It was great. And then digital happened and it was just like, pew. pew but <laughs> we are so synonymous now with 90s music in this podcast. Mm-hmm. Tom Jeffries sent me a message and said that this radio station has been playing mid-90s music. Yeah. And he thought of us. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it's our age. So it makes sense. So let's go ahead and uh, start this album because we could talk our fucking mouths off. Um, We will start with the second single, track number one, Devil's Haircut. And he was known for his lo-fi style, which I had to look up, which is basically like distortion. Low fidelity. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't as clean and crisp. There's a lot of like weird sounds and yeah. he adds a lot of pops on purpose, like vinyl pops, a lot of scratches, like like almost like you're listening to a record. Mm-hmm. You'll just hear it real weak in the background. In later songs, he's adding like squeals from an overdriven like amp, and it hurts my ears. But like this is doing it to make it dirty. It's definitely a lo-fi sound, which I like. I like the low quality sounds. So when did you get this Wait, album? Acor- according to this Wikipedia page, which Wikipedia, who knows? But this says Beck Hansen isn't his name. It says he was born <sighs> Beck Campbell. Ooh, is it Bruce Campbell's son? No. Yeah, it is. Must be. Wow, I can't believe it. Bruce Campbell's son is Beck. But yeah, it says that. It says as far as Beck goes, he rose to fame in the early '90s with his experimental and lo-fi style and became known for creating musical collages of wide genre styles. I would say that's very accurately descriptive of who Beck is. I think he's all over the place. Discount orgies on the dropout buses is one of my favorite lines in a song. He's period. <laughs> he's very all over the place. This whole album's all over the place. And each song is all over the place. But it sounds good. It's not all over the place in a way that it's messy and no, bad. Because it's tight. Uh, yeah. That's what that's the thing when you make chaotic music. If it's tight, that's why Zap is so good. It's tight, so mm-hmm. it's like, well, it's good. Like I can't. If it was sloppy and chaotic, you'd be like, it's a fucking mess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, when did you get this album? I honestly am not sure. Um, I always liked Beck when I heard it. My sister liked Beck, so I would say that she had a hand in maybe introducing him to me or just her liking it. So being, you know, you know how that goes. Oh yeah. Uh, you just she, think your sister's 
cool or like in my case I thought my brother was cool so you're just like well they like that so I gotta check it out well or that's just what I heard because that's what she liked yeah oh that's you so I just, just around in your environment in general yeah yeah so that, that may have been just something created in my environment for me by her I don't know or it's something I found on my own no fucking clue I feel like it would have been early 2000s so it would have been a handful of years later huh but I was still, I mean, when I was 10, I was still into country. I i still had a Jesus phase to go through. I still had a hardcore um, pop music phase to go to, go through. And then I also went through a lot of, like, oh, soulful stuff, too. I love this part. Oh, yeah. Sorry, we haven't talked about the song at all. That's the distorted. Yeah, I love that part. Uh, I like that, that song. About. I like that song a lot, actually. Yeah, that song grooves. I like Beck's sound when it's. There's some Beck sounds on this album, and we'll get into it later that I, I'm not a fan of. But songs like this, mm-hmm. I, I really like. I really enjoy. And uh, yeah, and it's when we good. start the next song, I wanted to tell you my uh, album history with this. But okay. we'll start the next song well, first. Before we get to that, I wanted to play, because I do like to play around with um, covers and stuff sometimes. Oh, yeah. I like to hear them, too. So Ooh, this really? by someone named Randall Bramblett. Well, so far, I fucking love it. Something's wrong because my mind is fading. Wow. Everywhere I look, there's a dead end waiting. What's this guy's name? Randall Bramblett. Bramblet? Bramblet. Okay. It's very jazzy. The bass is good. Yeah, it is. Heads are hanging from the garbage man trees. Mouthwash, jukebox, and gasoline. Pistols are pointing at the... Randall Bramblet? Randall... Bramblet. Yes. Two T's at the end. Here he is. That's him. He sounds older. He looks like the guy. I like it. It's interesting. This is like something that you would hear live. Yeah, this is something that... Remember when we went to that restaurant in Tennessee? We went there twice. It was like Black Bear yeah. Mountain or something like that. Mm-hmm. And they had a band there every time we were there. Mm-hmm. That would have been like something that that band would have played. And we would have looked at each other and be like, oh, whoa. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember because when we were there, they were like, you have any requests? And I was like, I don't know, you know, any blood, sweat, and tears? He was like, no, but I love them. Uh, I hope they went and learned one. <laughs> I hope he wrote that down. I was like, she's right, boys. Do people do that? I've, I've jammed, you know, Billy Youngblood, he's taking requests from people and just, we've busted it out. Did you just spill water all over yourself or did you just no, break the chair more? Jesus fucking Christ, I didn't do any of these things. Oh, I thought something happened. Do you want to assume that something else terrible happened? Uh, did my mother die? Uh, anyway. But yeah, he's added songs in later because it was like, oh yeah, that was a good idea. Like, never would have thought of that. And Butt, Sweat, and Tears is a fucking killer band to play. It's a good band. So let's move on to the next track, Hot This one gets into like a little hip hop sound a little bit. I think you hear the country sound yeah, too. Yeah, and then like that. 
Now, what what is your history with this? You said you were going to give it to us. This is one of those albums that I got one of those 10 or 12 packs when you first like sign BMG up for music. one of the yeah, for when you first sign up one of the uh, like Columbia House or whatever. Uh, I got it in a pack of that. You know, I paid like what five dollars for shipping, and then canceled the subscription immediately. Uh, we used to do it all the time, and you put fake names in it and just get free CDs, basically. Okay. So I got this, and I tried to listen to it. I was not into it. Yeah. I think I listened to one song, and it was probably uh, the uh, the big single off this. I can't remember what the fucking song is. I've only got. It wasn't Devil's Haircut. No, it's the other one. Where's Two turntables and a mic. Where it's at. So I, I bought say there's also the new pollution. There are five singles off of this. Okay. I got it for uh, two turntables and a microphone. So then... What's wrong? I'm having a hard time hearing it. Really? I usually It's usually too loud for me and my ears. Boom, 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 boom. I don't know if it's because it has like a muffly sound, bassy, but that's just to me. Anyway, I'm sorry. So you got it, you weren't into it. Listen to one song. Uh, yeah, I would always listen to one song, and then later, you know, as a, I don't know why, but I was like, I'm against everything that I don't like. Brr. I remember taking the CD and scratching like grids into it, like I wasn't gonna listen to it, and then I threw it into the trash. Like you can't. Like I was like, I don't fucking like Beck. Scratch, 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 scratch. Man, trash. And I, I don't know why I went so far with it. <laughs> it's not like you had some sort of spiritual conviction or anything that made you break the CD and no. throw it away. <laughs> no, that never happened to me. Huh, lucky you. <laughs> I just had a... I guess, I guess some could argue that it was a spiritual thing because I was like, I'm oh, metal, you know. This is what metal guy does. I don't like Beck. When in hindsight, like I did like a couple Beck songs. And now I like him a lot more. Very artistic person. He's very like... He's got this weird charisma yeah. that's not like a classic charisma. It's not like smooth or suave or anything else. Like it's just like, he's so weird. I just want to watch you dance. Like, what is it? And he's not in your face, but he like owns his time and is like, I'm going to do what the yeah. fuck I do right now. Yeah. When we were watching these videos, I was like, I can't take my eyes off like mm-hmm. the, the whole video itself. But like when he's doing weird moves and weird dances, especially it's not on this album, but we've been watching the sex loss video. Yeah, a lot. That video is fucking hilarious, it's and great. watching him dance around is great. I came here to tell you about the. Uh, this song for me though takes a dip in the. This heads towards the sound I get bored with. The more produced sound. Yeah, the more electronic, the more. And I understand there. I mean, that falls into the category of things that. I don't love about the album, but I still appreciate the album as a whole how it is like yeah. I don't yeah I don't know I still I just respect that it's different and I don't know with that said I still like the song it's just later when I say the song I do not like uh-huh. that's just a step towards that sound and then the song that I do not like is the complete walk over to the other side well um, 
instead of walking on over to the other side. <laughs> like the doors? You need to walk behind the wall of sleep, which this song actually samples by Black Sabbath. So, I was going to say, we're listening to Black Sabbath right now. The next song does, or the song we just listened to The did? song we just listened to. Are you serious? I know this song very well, and I didn't hear it at all. And I got that with a lot of it, because I was listening through, and I like to look at what songs they sample and then listen yeah. and see where I can kind of pick it out. And I couldn't pick it out on a, with a lot of these huh. songs. So they definitely took the samples and changed them up enough that they were way harder to recognize. Yeah, I love this fucking song. It's a good song. Yeah, it's a killer song. Man, I wish you would have told me that before and I would have listened to this song. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm going to take it away from you. Sorry. Um... But yeah, so I think it's interesting because the the polls regarding the sampling are from all over the place. And all fucking over the place for this album. And it sounds like he makes it literally his own. Like In my mm-hmm. head, when people sample things, it's like they just take the whole beat, basically. And they're like, yeah, I rapped over it and added some things into it. I'm not saying they just steal something completely. Yeah. But as from what you're saying, because I didn't hear... No, I didn't hear that at all, and I know that song very fucking well, and I could I can play it on the guitar, so I know that goddamn song. I should have heard it, but yeah, he is. And able, I didn't. They, I don't know if it's him. I don't know if it's the Dust Brothers, but they are. Could I think it, I assume it's a combo of both, um, or well, maybe it's more Beck. But he really disguises the samples that he uses. That's so cool. I think that that's interesting. That's cool, he really makes it his own. Uh huh. And I think I only have um, two other examples because there's an example. I mean, this album is very sample heavy in general. Yeah. And that's kind of his style is to choose to do that and to just use a bunch of different sounds and make music. I mean, he's still, I mean, there obviously there are instruments. There's straight fucking electric guitar. There's, oh, yeah, yeah. It'll fall straight into an acoustic guitar in the middle oh, yeah, of the song. Oh, yeah, which I really too. like. I do too. Um, <clears throat> so, I mean, it's definitely super experimental. I, yeah, that's Beck to a T, and that's I would the- say. And I remember when we did the Hanson episode and I looked up the Dust Brothers. That's a Dust Brothers thing as well, is using samples and multimedia at the current time to Yeah. To to get it into your brain because it's like a it's almost a science. Like you know this already, you already love this. Mm-hmm. And now we're taking all those things and making it one. And it seems like but it seemed it does seem to me like Beck has definitely made that it's his, his style. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and throughout time, he has. Is he still in that way? I really <clears throat> I don't know anything about that. I think he's back and forth because he'll he'll do things like we're getting ready to go onto the next song. Lord only knows. I'll go ahead and start playing it. Cool. But it it um, brings things down a little more. Sorry, I didn't have it turned up. Um, my bad. Which this isn't super slow, but it does bring it down a little bit. But there are songs. Um, that are much more ballad esque that he will do. And it's much more as like a well. song, like a strummy song. But I think he still does. I think he's still kind of all over the place sometimes. Good. I just think that he may have mellowed out a little bit. I could be wrong, but I think he may have. But I think he's. That's the thing. I think he still does experimental electronic stuff, but doesn't doesn't go too 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 crazy because he'll do that with this. But they still sound like structured regular songs. You still yeah. hear. A guitar strumming in it. Yeah. 
Cause Lord only knows it's getting late I was talking earlier when we were listening to this in the van like a lot of the drums I think were actually played live but they're mixed and recorded to sound like sort of a hip-hop electronic funk kind of sound yeah which would normally be you know programmed but I think it's an actual guy playing the drums and I think that's cool I love it when I have a much higher respect for uh, rappers when they play live with a band yeah I think that's really fucking cool like I don't know anything about the roots. I know people say fuck them since they went to the Fallon show or whatever. Who cares? Yeah. It's a job. Good for them. Yeah. <laughs> they don't have to leave all the time. Good for them. Yeah. They still get to play music every day. Who cares? It's not your but fucking life. But I think life. they're really fucking cool just because they're like a hip-hop band. Yeah. And it sounds smooth as fuck when they play. Mm-hmm. Nothing smoother than a cool like hip-hop band. It sounds really good. Yeah, there's something or just... I don't know. And I'm not saying the anything against white musicians but I've always had I've always just really liked I've always liked a black sound yeah smoothness of it smooth black sound especially yeah there's a suaveness to it there's there's a lot of I've I've spent a lot of my life listening to a lot of uh, soulful music funky music yeah I love it. It's a. I feel like it's a piece of me, and I'm white as fuck. But the funk transcends all colors, my love. I feel like that with all of it. The rhythm, yeah. The blues, it just. just you either transcends. fucking feel it or, or you, you don't. don't. Exactly. And I fucking feel it. Music will bring me to tears. So yeah. I've noticed it can with me lately too, and it's not. It's not in the way that it was performed. It's like, how did you wrote it? You made it. How did you fucking think of it? Like, I'm not getting emotional at the sound of it. I'm getting emotional at the, how did you do it? How, how did, did it come out of your brain? It's, it's a very weird, like, it's very strange, but I'm much more of a production guy. Like, man, the mixing on that album was very good. I like his I like lazy this. singing style. I do too. Sometimes that he's doing. I like this distorted Odalek. Oh. Boom, 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 boom. Kick it. I'm doing the hot dog dance. I want to know what the hot dog dance is. We're gonna have to figure it out, I guess. Is it just the dance that that little hot dog does on like Snapchat? Or the. Because yeah, that would suck. It's the hot dog when you go to drive in movies and they're like, go visit the snack bar. And it's like. And it's like a hot dog and a soda and a popcorn all dancing, like jumping into a pool of refreshments. Oh yeah, the, it's the refreshment party. <laughs> yeah. Go to the refreshment <laughs> the stand refreshment and get your, get your refreshments. I love drive-ins. Our drive-in locally lets you bring dogs. And I think it's really cool. I haven't done it in a while. But it's really fucking neat. that they And they give you treats when you pulled up. They'd be oh, like, hi, and they give you a couple treats. Uh, give you a bag in case the dog shits. That's nice. Yep. 
So um, going back to what I had said before, that there are some songs that I will mention the samples that they come from because I think that I have a hard time picking it out. This song... The one we're about to listen to? That we're about to listen to that was sampled by Lord Only Knows, the song we just listened to. Okay, so it samples the song When It Comes by the Edgar Winter group. Edgar Winter, huh? You hear it more with this, though. You can hear it there. Do you need... Let me go back. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's th- so it's there. I'm gonna go back to when it comes. This is Edgar Winter, right? Uh huh. By the way, Edgar and Johnny sound exactly the same when they sing. This is that drum beat, essentially. Yeah, this is the fucking that- blues. Those Winter boys knew what they were doing. Those albino sons of bitches. Yeah. Those albino beauties. Those albino beauties sure had. This- they found the soul. Which is weird because they say that like gingery people don't have souls because you're pale. Here, let me explain. But then what about albino people? We don't have souls because we sold them to the fucking devil at birth. We are one with the devil, and the devil is one with the rhythm. Why do you think we're red? I like the devil's rhythm. Exactly. All the good bands made deals with Satan. Led Zeppelin. Robert Johnson. George Michael. But none of these people are ginger. <laughs> no, they just also made deals with the devil. Gingers just do it straight from birth. Oh, okay. These other guys, they're, so, they have to do it later. We're just indoctrined in. So what, indoctrined in. Sorry. What happens in an albino birth? What, what happens when no. that pale thing slides out? They and have to light 12 candles in a circle and put a salt ring around it. And then they have to bless it with the blood of a lamb just to make sure nobody dies in the room. It's, That's what happens when an albino's born. It's gotta be. There's gotta be something different done. I mean, there's there's at least at minimum a sigh of disappointment. No. Well, I'm sure it's in real realistically. I'm sure it's just like a disabled child. You're like, oh fuck, this is gonna suck. But it's not like you're like, oh, this thing that can't be in the sun. <laughs> it's gotta be miserable. You remember the one uh, the albino kid we went to school? I was gonna say the one we like, went to creature. a couple. Or um, we went to school with a couple. I only remember the one, but there was one. There was a male who was older than us, and then there was a female who was our age until about eighth grade. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she moved away. But the male, I remember, he was always miserable, and he had to wear those like big sunglasses even when he was inside. And oh, did he? And he was like, he was a grade ahead of us, so I didn't. He's doing really well right now. Know him personally? I never. We never crossed paths. He's doing really well. He like travels the world now. But just wears like he was, monstrous amounts of sunscreen. I'm sure he was always a fucking dick, but he was really funny, so he got away with it. I remember one time he poured an entire bottle, a 20 ounce Mountain Dew bottle, into my friend's backpack. That's <laughs> but, shitty. But my friend, I don't remember what my friend had done to him, but it was like a constant war all year. And he did something to him, and then he was like, Oh, yeah, he just walked over and opened the backpack and just looked him in the eye and just dubbed the whole thing. <laughs> that's like, oh, my God. That's ruining whatever he got previous. Like, if he had homework that he was yeah, given it was over. or books or anything, that shit's ruined. It was over. He didn't even do the homework. That fucker, not the albino kid, Okay, my friend, 
That fucker, three times in a row, I saw him take old homework out, and the teacher just went around and just looked to see if he had just done it. And he took out old homework, and she just walked by and went, okay. And he just gave me a fucking smile. Like, yeah, did it again. And he didn't do, like, homework all fucking year. That's insane. I didn't know that. Yeah, but I would just I would just write anything. Do you think that he was actually a dick to you because there's something in the universe that just is like a ginger and an albino can't be friends because <laughs> it's just too fucking white? Uh, he we did. It's not that we didn't get along. We just didn't hit it off. But he was a dick to everyone. Like it was his thing. He was really funny though, and his group of friends they were all dicks, but they were fucking funny. So it was like. It made me laugh. Damn it. <laughs> All right. Well, back into the podcast. Let's go on to the third single, fourth track, The New Pollution. Fourth track? <laughs> yeah, talking. Sorry, we're talking today. We haven't podcasted in a while. It's been two weeks. I love this beginning. I don't know where it samples, but I know it does. I love this song in general. This song is groovy as yeah, shit. Me too. I love that drum beat. It has a very, um, almost like a James Bondy, yeah. Austin yeah. Powers yeah. feel to it. See, like, people dancing on podiums that are multi level. Yeah. And, like, looking at like the camera. Like, dancers and shit, but I like it. And it, like, zooms in and out at them and stuff. It's so groovy. I love the percussion sounds. I love that you can hear the fucking... Uh, Jeffrey Tambourine. The Jeffrey Tambourine just jangling. Jeffrey Tambourine. That's a reference from another Beck song from another Beck album. I like his singing style. I do too. I like his uh, lower register. Me too. It makes me like... As a guy who tries to sing every once in a while, you always think that you gotta have like a higher voice in general. Mm-hmm. So I fucking love it when guys are like, "No, I don't. I can't either. Not either. You can't do it, but like, no, that's not what I do. Even if they can, it's just like, nah, it's not my sound." And he fucking, I think he does it well. I think he yeah. utilizes his range well. And I do too. He, it's not about being a great singer, but he's not a bad singer as well. Like. I think he hits every note just fine. It's interesting. The yeah, rhythms just, are interesting. He just the has melodies an, are interesting. He just kind of has a lazy way of singing. It sounds like he's not always opening his mouth. And even if you see him sing, he seems kind of... He doesn't, like, open his mouth a lot when he sings. Uh, you know, like how classically trained vocalists, it's like, all about your mouth shapes. That makes a difference. It, but yeah, yeah, but it's like he doesn't do the it. sound that you're pushing it through. You know, and he just seems like he doesn't really open his voice, his yeah. mouth a lot. Yeah, that's exactly it, what you're doing right now. Yeah, it's the same thing that I get from the cake guy. That's why I said he reminds me of cake. Yeah. It's the same sound. Except Beck sings way more than the cake guy does. The cake guy is almost just saying poetry. <laughs> it's almost like, it almost, the way it feels at least, it almost seems like kind of Almost like a humming, yeah. almost like a hum singing style. Yeah. It's very. It, my sexy whole mouth is sax. vibrating. Yeah, sexy ass, sexy ass sax is hard to say, <laughs> but that's true. That's what's happening. Yeah, the song grooves. 
It's pretty simple at the same time. But there's definitely no one. Because when you said the thing about, the, I understand your comparison with the lead singer from Cake and the singing style, but yeah. other than that, and maybe there's someone who's been inspired by Beck, and I don't know fucking everything that's out there, so maybe there is something that's even more Beck than Beck. Yeah, there's there's a lot we don't know. Yeah. And there's a lot we get wrong while we're talking. <laughs> um, but as far as I'm aware, I don't know anyone else like Beck. Beck seems to be someone who kind of stands out mm-hmm. as being very much his own person, his own style. Yes. His own thing. And he, I respect that tremendously. Uh-huh. I respect that tremendously, too. And now as I'm Only older, because he do, does it well, though, I should yeah. say. I, I respect it. I would it. respect it less if he didn't, if it didn't jam, I guess. I mean, realistically. Well, I'm going to say, like, I respect it even with artists that I don't fucking even like their music. But if it's like... As soon as I hear it, it's I know it's you. Mm-hmm. Then that's good. Yeah, because there's a lot of bands in a lot of genres that it's like, hey, you're a dime a dozen. That yeah, and I, I get that. And I and, right. I and then even to that point, I can go and I can say what band you're trying to be. Yeah, you know. And I don't Beck, get you that can't do that. The, yeah. Primus, you can't do that. Mm-hmm. I could go on and on and on, but like those seem to can be, you? Yeah, Frank Zappa, you can't do that. Uh, Metallica, you can't do that. Uh, Panther, you can't do that. Uh, all the bands I like, you can't do that. <laughs> <clears throat> all right. So, uh, yeah, that was the third single. I would say it's a heavy driving uh, single for the album, for sure. I It was something that I definitely have always enjoyed from the first time that I heard it. Uh-huh. And I've heard that beginning in things forever. Like, it'll be in documentaries. Uh, I've heard that so many times and I love it. It sounds like a nuclear holocaust is about to happen. It does. It does sound like something <laughs> is getting ready to explode. And it and does. It, it does. I love the kick drum in it. How it's like Yeah, that song fucking jams. I fucking love the new pollution. It's great. Good song. Um and let's uh bring it back down for derelict. I shouldn't have scratched your CD back. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, I really like this song. I love that he has a song named Derelict. Mm-hmm. I love the tribal sound. It sounds spooky. It's almost voodoo. I agree. But it also sounds, it has that experimental sound because you hear just like weird random like in the background. Yes, and yeah. it sounds weird. Like... It's like a dirty sound. Yeah, I like it a lot. It's interesting. And his voice lends to this style very well. <laughs> yeah, I like this song. It's a groover. It's not even like a groover in a upbeat way. It's just like, it's tribal. It feels it, tribal to me. It still has its own kind of like percussive driven feel to it, I think. Because you, I mean, if you weren't seeing anything, like there's no video or anything, but just listening to it, like closing your eyes, I just imagine people like, yeah, beating on fucking, um, God, what is it called? The wind things? The gourds? Well, not gourds necessarily. 
but um, like a xylophone looking thing. Yeah, like a xylophone or a glockenspiel. That's what I was tr- trying to come up with, but couldn't. It's like a wooden xylophone or a, or a xylophone they make out of gourds. Or just those? the old like drum type, like almost like African type percussion. Oh, a steel drum. And then you know what I think? You know what I see I when like I close wood my eyes? Sounds too. Yeah, yeah, got a lot of wood sounds. It's like those instruments that Mr. Enneking had back in the day. It mm-hmm. was like those ropes. It was like handmade xylophones just out of planks of wood into gourds. Yeah. So they'd make the sound. But when I close my eyes and like visualize something in this song, World 2 on Super Mario Bros. 2, <laughs> original Nintendo. When you go inside right here, right here. one of the uh, two, one of the... The, uh, what do you call it? Like a vase? A vase? You know, the thing that you go into to get the, the key? Pipe? Oh. You go to get the key, okay. the, the face guy chases you? Yeah, the mask. That's this. That's what I hear. I wish I was. I were currently at King's Island going up uh, God, what is Adventure, Adventure Express. Express. <laughs> yeah. Or Tomb Raider? When they were in the ride, still ran? I don't know that I ever wrote that. Really? It was really good when it first came out. And then they fucking they messed it up. It, would t- it, was, it was good. <laughs> we went on it one time, and it, it's a big arm, and it took you upside down at one point, like did this and shook you around. And uh, Bob, I went with my brother Bob. Turns out he was up all night drinking. Whew. We start turning upside down. He takes his hat off real quick because, you know, he doesn't want to lose his hat. Yeah. I look over and that fucker has shaved his head like he's balding, like Mr. Burns. He wasn't balding, he had hair, but he had gotten drunk and just shaved it bald like he was Mr. Burns. And he was, I was like, in the middle of the ride, I look over and see it. I'm like, what did you do? Wouldn't have been hilarious if that happened and the picture snapped. <laughs> Even funnier was, he was like, don't tell mom. I'm like, okay. Very first thing I say when we find my mom again, I just ripped the hat off of his head and my mom's like Bob what did you do it's <laughs> hilarious god why are li- younger siblings such dicks I was like that with my sister too because he beat the shit out of me in the past yeah my sister used to get uh, cousins and her friends to gang up on me exactly. and make fun of me for being fat exactly and so I wasn't have- really that fat I was just fatter and who even could have been huge, but shut the fuck up. Like, and I wasn't. Beth and I, for the most part, could wear the same clothes for a while that she was calling me fat. <laughs> it's just that I was younger. Listen up, bitch. I'm wearing your clothes. <laughs> yeah. So it's fun. Having siblings is fun. Um, yeah, Bobby's, Bob picked me up by my nutsack one time when I was oh young. Oh, my God. Ugh. So, yeah. Maybe that's why they're so long and saggy. <laughs> he stretched them out like taffy. <laughs> Well, he didn't, like, pick you up upside down by them. What do you mean? I was laying on my back. He came in, and he picked me up by my balls. (laughs) 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 We were, like, wrestling. He was, like, beating the shit out of me. He just said it. And then he he picked me up by my balls. He he probably doesn't remember it, but I was scarred for life (laughs) over it. I was little enough that he could do it, you know, that I was liftable, but... (laughs) I guess I imagine that he, like, picked you up from behind or something, like, grabbing your junk. Not actually, like, (laughs) at 
at like all of the weight on the other end <laughs> yes, like, of your balls. Like lifted my torso in the air with my testicles. Like lifted your body by your balls. At least the bottom half. Not yes. just from behind, stuck his hand between your legs no, and lifted you up. No, like, fuck you. I'm going to hurt you. That's insane. Why would anyone ever do What the <laughs> fuck is wrong with you, Bob? Now, this is something, and Bob, if I if we talk about Bob, he will text me and like defend himself. Oh, I know. He'll probably say this didn't happen, but I swear it happened. Or he'll just be like, we were dumb kids, and I, re- I mean, that's we fine. Were, we were little. I get it. I get it. But my God, I'm not telling, I'm, Bob, you don't have to speak for yourself. It doesn't matter. You were a kid. Think, it's fine. I think But we Jesus were... Christ, I've never thought to pick up <laughs> another person by a small appendage. Hey, now. <laughs> Compared to like an arm or something? Um... A dick? Not even a dick. A dick is bigger than your balls. I don't think that he knew what he... I think it was one of those deals where like he didn't realize he was picking me up by my balls. Like He was just trying to like, you know, like pick me up to slam me. Oh, my God. And the thing that he grabbed to use as leverage was my balls. I think if you can pick someone up by something that can pull off like an ear or whatever, (laughs) like you shouldn't do that. I guess if if you learn anything from listening to this podcast... (laughs) Don't pick anyone up from a piece of them that could break off. off. <laughs> Please. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, okay. So going on to the next song um, yeah. on this Beck album uh, from Odelay, the uh, wonderful Beck album, Novocaine, is the next track. Album? Song? Uh, Odelay is the album. album. Yeah. Novocaine is the song. I just think it's interesting that we're talking about all this like brutal. I, I could have used some Novocaine on my body ball. stuff, and then the next song is Novocaine. And this song definitely, I think, plays around with a hip hoppy sound much more, but then also super electronic. That's Dust Brothers sound right there. It's like a movie kind of. And then we go. Yeah. Yeah, what's that from? I know that sound. No idea. He definitely likes distortion. Oh, a lot. Over uh, instruments, sounds, and vocals. Because even just sounds that come in randomly, like earlier I was talking about. Throw distortion on everything. I like the tones in this song, and I like the da 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 and all that stuff, but it's not memorable to me. Like, when I hear it again, I'm like, oh yeah, this song, but I don't walk away and, like, have it in my head. Whereas I do in other songs, like, God of Devil's Haircut. Yeah, I think that's fair. Like, that's a really, like, catchy song. This just kind of gets lost in the melon. What's the word I'm looking for? In the mix, baby gets lost in the mix. Baby, baby. And he's definitely like rapping. Baby, here, baby. You know? Is this the first song on this album where he's like rapping, rapping? I would say this is rapping. Explode! Yeah, because he was never meant to be a rapper. People know him mostly from Loser, which he does, you know, kind of a lazy... Was that the album before this? Yeah. Okay. It was before this. I don't know if it was directly. I think 
it may have been, but I could be wrong. Midnight Vulture, Vultures or something like that. I remember when that song came out and that video came out. It was like, but that's not oh, his that's overall cool. style at all. He definitely has a mumble mouth um, laziness to the way that he performs, but I don't think that he... I wouldn't call him a rapper. I've, I think I've heard someone refer to Beck as a rapper in something before, and I was just like, what? I would never call him a rapper. He's just... He just has rhythm as he's, yeah. he's just playing a song. It's towards a hip-hop sound, of course, but I wouldn't say rapper. He's a musician. Yeah, he's just a musician. That's all I could say. And this is really smooth sounding right there. It's funky, baby. I had to turn it down earlier because it's yeah, getting I'm, crazy. It'll come back up for sure. Distortion. Make as much noise. I like noise. Noise is a good tool sometimes. And then it gets weird. Back into the electronic. When we pick back up after all this major guitar distortion. Major. Dude, you keep getting the wrong number. Dialed again. I definitely don't love this yeah. part of no. the song. It's kind of something more, but it's kind of something that you have to take with it. If yeah. you if you yeah. if you like that someone is experimental, then you have to give them that space. That's true. That's very true. So. I've been trying to think of things, too, that if I made them, would I be proud of it? So, like, if I had done that part, and was like, wee, wee, I could see myself being like, no, this groove is fun. Like, I'm <laughs> keeping it on the fucking album. Fuck you. That's why I'm not hard on uh, Rhymebag anymore. I used to like fucking with him. Like, I just thought it was fun and funny. And easy. And, it, yeah, but at the same time, like, I don't know. Everybody just does their own thing. And that comes with age too. And it just, you know, but he's actually done some good fucking hilarious songs. Yeah, he's he's a talented guy. So I mean, I'm just, just most of it's not my style. So it's like hard to be like, okay, yeah, the, you, you did it again, but you know, I don't really like this kind of stuff. So I feel like when it comes to your friends and my taste in music, Kirk and I line up way fucking more. Than, than I would else. with any of your other friends. Yeah, yeah, I would do. Even agree. though I think that we each listen to music that each other would hate at the same time, I think. And with my other friends, there's definitely some bands you guys would listen to that are the oh, same. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm not, not Kirk, saying for sure, but I think that Kirk and I with like funky stuff. Uh, yeah, and, I agree. And I know he because I do like hip hop, and I do not all of it, and I don't go into that mumble current shit that I know that he does like. Doesn't I don't he? Even, I don't even know what he likes. I don't anymore. know that riff raff shit that I listened to. I didn't like. Oh well, he. <laughs> but I know he takes it with a grain of salt, but he still likes it. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't. I didn't. The comedy is not enough for you to be to able to listen in. to it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think that there are some things like I think we can groove on. Oh yeah. Because even like alternative shit we have in common. Uh-huh. And I was gonna say he's got a very wide breadth of music. He, he knows music. A huge yeah. Yeah. He he's he's all over the place, and I, I can, like that. I feel similar to yeah, that. He can talk to you about like some 
real underground rap artist that like I've never heard of, and he's like, oh, I found this in the used bin, and it's like, that's crazy. Or he can talk to you about Steely Dan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Or some like... Or he can talk to you about Dying Fetus. Well, he looked through... <laughs> when you were in jail the last time... Um, not this next time not coming this up? this next time in the future. I'm speaking in the past. Um, he did go through my... He looked through my albums and like took things and, you know, copied on his computer. Oh, this was yeah, years, yeah, years, I remember years that. ago. Yeah. But he had much more of an appreciation for like my 90s and 2000s R&B oh, yeah. and shit like that than anyone else would. <laughs> like, he'll know a Destiny's Child album. He'll oh, know yeah. the album and be like, oh, this is a good album. Yeah. And I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I can't even talk to any of my friends about shit like that. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like I, I feel like I do have a connection to him in that sense. And for some reason, I brought it up. I don't know, Kirk, why I've... He wants to come back on the podcast. He asks, keeps asking me. I keep telling him we haven't had guests in a while. We you haven't. Know, we don't know when we're going to do it again. So I don't even think about it. Like I don't I, either. I mean, I think about it, but there's no, there really aren't people like jumping to be on it either. I, there is one, except for him. <laughs> we do have. Aren't there a couple people uh, from New York who have talked about coming to visit? Yeah, at some, some point, point. Uh, he's very busy right now. He just joined a new band. Oh, good for him! Uh, so uh, I can't remember what the band is called, or else I'd do a plug for him. But uh, yeah, but well, eventually, yeah. Or we go there and we go see Niagara Falls. That would be so and we nice. Record with them. I would like, which to would be do way that. cooler because that's way cooler than coming to Indiana. I agree. <laughs> and having to like entertain people. Uh-huh. And you've never seen Niagara Falls. When all I do is just sit around. <laughs> it's very neat. Um, let's see. What was that band called? I pulled up his thing. Uh, Murder City Outlaws. Oh. From Buffalo, New York. Look them up. Murder City Outlaws. Interesting. Yep. Well, we are going to listen to one more track and then cool. we are going to take a break. Sweet. This is the fifth and final single that was released. I'm shocked <clears throat> that it was ever a single. This is Jackass. This is probably the actual slowest song so far. I would say the most mellow. Yeah. yeah. This is where we get the rawest back. It has the least electronic influence. Even if it was this slow, in like a previous song, which it's not, he would almost add like an electronic, an electronic sounding beat to it, yeah, or a sound to it. But this is like straight up, just like a easy listening. Mm-hmm. And it reminds me of like a Welcome to the Dollhouse sound, <laughs> yeah, or like a John Waters like creepy kind. of I wouldn't hear John Waters using this, but it's that world, that 50s machine where everything's like clean but weird at the same time, like perverse but clean. The clean is clearly just on the surface. The outside, yeah. Yeah. It's like bursting at the seams, though. (laughs) The grime is bursting. God. There's something about John Waters' style that's just so intriguing. Very. Just the slime amongst... The pretty people. Uh huh. And he knows it's there. It's always there. (laughs) He embraces it where a lot of the pretty people try and pretend like the slime isn't there. They just try and block it out of their minds. Like that's not. That's not in my world. Yeah, bitch. It exists right next door to you. Where the slime live? I am slime from your video. (laughs) Cruising along on your living room floor. This is the song that I think sounds the most like Cake. This is the song that I went, oh, it reminds me of Cake. I don't think it, I'm not saying they're ripping each other off. Yeah. But just, 
Just the similar Same sort of world. I can almost see Cake covering this song. Mm-hmm. And they'd probably do it very well. Yeah, because it's easy. I like Cake, <laughs> but they're definitely not an intricate band. They don't do intricate music think, at all. That's not their goal. They definitely play with like other sounds sometimes, but they're mostly just kind of like modern big band and goofy at the same time, but not. I don't know. It's weird. It's like a goofy style, but they're not like saying anything weird. Sometimes in a long <sighs> Yeah, as jacket. soon as I said that, I was like, that's wrong because there's an entire song that I love Sheep go to heaven, goats go to hell. I mean, they're all, yeah. I, I take that back completely. There's some song where it's like your finger smells weird or something about it's putting a finger in your butt. I can't remember. <laughs> really? Because you seem, that seemed to be one of the few songs that you remember. There's a few songs I, I don't know the title of, but it's one because my boss who listens to Cake is always like in an attempt to for one because he knows I like weird stuff or things yeah. that are funny or poop or butt related <laughs> of course he's gonna be like whoa you should listen to a song that's about a finger in a butt or something it's something about like oh this is a real thing I yeah, thought you were just making no, that like up it's like something like your hand smells the way from the way you sleep at night or something like that I'll figure it out in the break that sounds amazing so far though your hand smells from the way that you sleep at night something like that <laughs> if it's not that I'm using that <laughs> art is all about inspiration well, riddle me inspired <laughs> riddle me inspired Batman yes man people are so pissed about that Batman thing People are pissed about everything on the internet. Fuck. Fucking bitch about everything and get their way. Sonic, Batman. (laughs) They're going to complain every time a Batman is announced. No matter who it is, no matter when it is, here's an actual jackass. And I talked over it, but there was was an actual jackass in the end. an actual donkey. We heard a donkey. Donkey. We got to hear it. And? And? And that's uh, the first half of the podcast, motherfuckers. There it is. That's uh, the break beginning. Time. It's break time. At an hour and ten minutes. Yeah, we've been talking a lot. So this has been a, <laughs> be a long episode. winded conversation. I don't think it'll be as bad on the, the back half. The second half will go. The, Zoom. the back half will go faster, you guys know. I mean, because you can only handle so much in the back half. You've taken so much <laughs> in the front. You're used to taking so much in the front. You get exhausted. But there still always has to be a back half. So just hold on tight. We'll be right back, guys. Okay? Is that okay with you? It's okay with me. Because we have to leave, but we've always got to come it's, back. It's Adam and Eve, not to Adam and leave. Back to reality. All right, we'll be back, guys. Got a devil's Cut! All right, everybody, take five minutes. Hello, I'm Barry Bertelman. And I'm Yvonne Mandrell. You may know us as Sam and Michelle from Couple of Critics Podcast. Now, as two seasoned actors in the theatre for the last 46 years, there's one thing about doing a podcast that's for sure. We're tired. So, we want to share with you 
how we get through our long days entertaining the pants right off of you. Now, you may ask yourself, what is our secret? The secret is hard rock. Kryptonite. Nice. Apple jacks. Snow coke. Candy. Black rock. Jelly beans. Grit. Cookies. Yam. Dice. Genuine Interstate 75 crack cocaine. So whether you need to record or listen to a dreadful two-hour-long podcast, there is only one name in the crack cocaine game that you can trust. Abraham Lincoln's Crack Emporium on Interstate 75. If you dream of white rock deals and snow coke steals, choose Abraham Lincoln's Crack Emporium instead of buying meals. All right, break's over. Back to set. Okay, all right, let's get this going, okay? Hello? Hello? Oh, okay, yes. Hello, Michelle. Sam. Couple of critics. Sam, yes. All right. right. Okay. Turkey leg. All right, are you in character? I'm good. All right, let's do this. You're listening to Beck Live? Beck Live. Doing the new pollution. Let's hear him come back. He opens his mouth more when he sings live. Oh. I like the guy's snare tone. It's like not super snary. <laughs> yeah, he definitely has his own style. That's for sure. Hello, we are back. We're back, 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 we yeah, back. We are reviewing Odelay by Beck. Odelay. We are back with Beck. Back with Beck. You know what's weird? Everything. <clears throat> yes, but what's weird with this is, and I realized it today. No, no, yesterday. Okay. For some reason, when I heard this album name or read it, it was like his own word. And then I was like, wait a minute. It's like, isn't that, doesn't that mean like fast? What? Like, isn't it like, ole? Isn't that, doesn't that mean something? That would be ole. Ah, oh, it's ole. God damn it. I think it is its own word. I don't know what it means. Odele meaning. Hmm. It's orale is a common Spanish interjection in huh. Mexican Spanish slang. But so, so we don't know. It's a slang in Hispanic culture, I guess. But that's more orale, not odele. If anybody knows, let us know, because I don't fucking know. Tom Jeffries will know. Do it, Tom. I'm talking to you. Unless we figure it out right now. Well, Orale <laughs> is saying it's a Mexican Chicano word that not only means hell yeah or right on, but it has lots of meanings. Huh. Hell yeah, right on. Gotcha. Odele. Cool. So we are uh, listening to this album. We are about halfway through. We have talked, talked, talkity talked, and uh, talked a lot. We are back to do a little bit more of that, but also play some music. Now, this next track that we're going to get back into, yeah, um, I didn't even know this was a track. 
I don't know why this is a track. This is weird as fuck. Um, this is the intro to where it's at. Yeah. This is 10 seconds of silence. <laughs> so we're going to listen to it. Is it right actual now. silence? I'm going to boost it. No, yeah, we're listening to it right now. It's playing. So right now, I know this is the intro to where it's at, and we're going to go oh, right wow. into where it's at, so you might not want to blast it. It's not blasted. Here we go. Now. Damn it. I wasn't close at all. There we go. Yeah, why would you do that? It's weird. Especially waiting 10 seconds into the song to even start it. There's just like 20 seconds of silence between Jackass and where it's at. The song has such a good groove. Yeah, I wonder what I wonder if it's sampling a drum beat. A specific drum beat that is. The reason I circled this album was this song on the on the Columbia Records Music Club yeah. sheet. I was like, oh yeah, where it's at. This, this was the first single. And it says that many of the vocal samples come from an obscure sex education album, Sex for Teens, where it's at. <laughs> That's awesome. This... Do you think this goes towards the uh, loser sound? And that's why they chose it as the first single. But they just knew it was going to be a fucking hit because it's a good song. Spoilers, I like this song. <laughs> I think it, it's still just weird and all over the place. But yeah, it, it does sound more like a rappy thing that he's doing here that he hasn't necessarily been doing throughout the album so much. But yeah, the song rules. I have nothing bad to say. <laughs> the only thing I do not like, that fucking feedback noise. Yeah, I agree, actually. I don't mean that the song has no flaws. I just meant... Ooh. I like it. I like this song a lot. I love the horns there. And I like the spoken word parts for sure. And this song... T- did, I think this song taught me what an ACDC is. It's a person who goes both ways, right? Sexually? ACDC? You go either way? Alternate current or direct current? I assume so. I remember watching the behind the music of the band ACDC, and they said they got into a cab, and they were telling someone that their band name was ACDC. And they were like, oh, you know what that means, right? And they said, no, what do you mean? We got it off the back of a sewing machine. And then they never said what it meant in the behind the music, and I never, I never figured it out. But I think in this song, when he's like, ACDC, I was like, wait a minute. I think it's someone who likes boys and girls. And I might be wrong. Somebody tell me if I'm wrong. Well, I mean, what about people who swing both ways? That's what I'm saying. I think that's an ACDC, right? I mean, I... Is that what they're saying? Someone tell me. I don't know. I I don't have the answers. I assume so, based on the information provided to me. But I've never sought it out myself. Yeah, the song 
these songs, this album, I don't listen to a lot of songs, a lot of music that sounds like this. For some reason, I just keep wanting to say songs. I don't listen to a lot of music like this, but... And I wouldn't say, like, I like electronic music. I would say specifically that I don't, but I love this album. And I like some Radiohead, and I like some stuff that has some sounds, but it still has to... I feel like it still has to have, like... Like how this still has a groovy backbone. Still got a root in rock and roll or blues. Yes. Still got a root in something that you like. Correct. It doesn't just totally get rid of that. And it's all electronic. Yeah. So I, I just don't want to confuse anyone by talking shit about electronic music because that's just how it goes sometimes, I guess, man. Honestly, I don't know enough about electronic music because it's not my bag. So it's like, I don't even feel like I'm allowed to say it's shit anymore just because it's not my thing. It's yeah, like, I understand. I'm sure there's, elect- just like death metal, I'm sure there's electronic guys out there who are actually good. They're good at what they do. Very skilled. It's just not my thing. So I don't know that they're out there. And it's it's shitty of me to generalize that now and be like, it all sucks. Like, I agree. They have no fucking talent. I'm sure there's a lot who don't have a lot of talent. Just like every genre in the world there's a lot that doesn't have any talent that's why I do feel like you have opened up over the years quite a bit I feel like you were very closed and I think like minded about some certain types of music like you had to open yourself and grow and then I mean I think when I got around you I kind of started becoming more like that yeah, like more like I was more like how you yeah like what you would become uh, like bitter it's and it, shitty. Bitter, about yeah, it. yeah, and like a, it was always like your stuff I'm sucks. right, I'm right, you're, you're wrong. wrong. Yeah, and that's so not cool, man. <laughs> I think not. I think that's more what had happened. I was like, wait, I would hate someone who talked to me mm-hmm. like that. <laughs> it's more just realizing, and not as much of like what you need to do to be cool. It's more like. You learn. You're learning from your mistakes. Yeah, I'm like, like oh, okay, wait. well, I can't do it like that That's anymore. That's a shitty quality. Like, mm-hmm. And I'm actually that line of thinking is actually wrong. <laughs> and no one wants to be around that. No, not really. So it's, uh, it's and pretty it, rough. Even, and even if you're still, I'm going to give advice to people. Even if you still do think like that, I'd suggest keeping it in your fucking head. Even if that's how you feel, still just go with the goddamn flow. Like. Yeah, because nobody needs a goddamn curmudgeon in the back seat. And not yeah, and eventually that's going to become your identification. And eventually people are going to stop fucking contacting. <laughs> yes. And if that's what you want, I guess talk shit about their musical Which taste. is why we're doing this podcast to be like, "Hey guys, we've changed. We're not <laughs> such dicks anymore." <laughs> Just kidding. Um but no, I I, I dick do, in a different way. <laughs> I I do feel personal growth though, and I think that uh it's good to be open-minded. This podcast is healthy. It's good for the brain, you guys. Oh, I'm stretching. We're okay. not good for your brain, but the concept is cool. Um is it me or is there a weird sound right now? I don't hear anything. Okay. Well, did you me- unplug the thing accidentally? No. To me, it's just very like. I don't hear anything. Let me turn it up. Hold on. I don't hear anything. I think we're good. Okay, it might just. Oh, I think you're good. I think I just hear some weird feedbacky, unfortunate sound. I would say it's not a plus. It's a minus, which is the name of this song. She's a Segway master, guys. It's a fucking master. This song is very strange on this album. 
Yeah. I'd say the, one of the most electronic sounding ones. It's softer and volume. It's so distorted. Yeah. It's like they did all their distortion and then put distortion on top of everything. <laughs> yeah, they recorded the uh, they recorded all the instruments distorted and then just overlaid a general distortion on the whole track. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. And they add that pop sounds right there. Yeah. Um, this is the song that sounds like my good friends in the band Lazy Ass Destroyer. I would suggest checking them out. This reminds me of them. The same kind of beat, this kind of attitude. It's almost like a punk. Yeah. Hip hop almost, except Lazy obviously raps way more than Beck does. But punk hop. Punk hop. <laughs> that sounds awful. Yeah. They hate being labeled anything because no matter what you call them, it's not going to sound good. If you go up to someone you're like, it's like a punk rap, you're going to be like, oh, fuck. <laughs> okay, well, it's like a rap metal. Fuck, no. And it's, and it's none of those things. So they just say that they're we're a punk rock band. <laughs> Super distortion. I like this song, though. I do, too. It's like a punk song. Mm-hmm. It almost sounds like what... If Beck had like his first album when he was 16 or something, like when he was really young, this is what it would be like. He recorded it in his basement, and it would be songs that sounded like this. Like, I had a glockenspiel, the guitar. I feel like he definitely exercises all of his moods. Yeah, that's a good thing. That's got to be very musically satisfying, artistically I satisfying. So. Instead of just being like, no, I'm in this, this is what I make. Only this type of music. Yeah. That's why I have to. I feel like I can't not respect Beck, even though I do enjoy his music pretty. I mean, pretty well. Um, I've never heard anything by him that I've been like, "Oh, that's awful." Yeah. Um, yeah. I just really respect that he changes shit the fuck up. And he's respected musically in the music world too, as far as I know, right? Yes. There was a whole thing that. Uh, it's the Beyonce thing. It was the, yeah, because Kanye did it to Taylor Swift, and then he also did it to Beck. He did do it? To, I didn't remember him doing it to Beck, actually. Mm-hmm. And then everybody was talking about how, like, Beyonce had, like, 50-something writers or producers on that. Yeah. And it was like, and then Beck had Beck. It was like Beck and, like, a few and a producer. other people. Like <laughs> Beck, yeah, Beck does a lot. He's very hands-on on his work. And Beyonce needs, it was one song. That I think I don't know if it was the song or the album, but I it thought was it was something. an album. I think that I've heard one specific song be referenced with like an, a great like twenty fucking writers oh. on one. Song. Oh yeah, 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 with but, that meme or something. Yeah, yeah. something like oh, that. Yeah. And then, but then, yeah, the album as a whole. Because I think he was like, I'm sure Beck's album is good, but <laughs> Jesus fucking so, Christ, what a pompous so, piece of shit! So as you bring it up, do I remember it correctly? Because I do remember it now. Didn't Beck get really excited? Like, oh, it's happening to me now? Yeah, but he was so, he's so mellow and laid back anyway. Yeah, he, he just kind of like stood there and was like, okay, whatever. I'm at it. I think he kind of laughed about it a little bit. I would he love it, it too. I would love it too. He'd be like, oh, I fucking made it. Kanye is interrupting me. It made people remember that Beck won that award. Good for him for winning an award. And still, I mean, that was only a couple years ago, right? People don't. Yeah, it was a few years ago. People don't. People aren't readily thinking of and talking about Beck. So it is nice when people get their respect 
versus the stuff that is being heard on popular radio. Just what's, you know, what's, it's almost like you think it's what's top grossing of sales, not what's actually what these artistically people, are the best. These artists actually think are the best. Yeah. Which is still, you know, it's hard to even say it because <clears throat> how can you say what's artistically the best since our art is subjective? And it's the people making the art who are the ones judging, or the people who yeah. are in the business pulling strings or making decisions. Uh-huh. Yeah. Awards are very strange in that respect. Unless, but then there are a handful that are actually chosen by the people, like the People's Choice Awards and mm. stuff, which are not done by an academy or a group of people who are in a, a guild. Yeah, It'll, well, who does it? I've never done it, and I'm the people. You can, uh, I think it's usually online voting. Oh, really? So I can do it? Mm-hmm. Huh. Well, I'm taking a stand. In the new year, I'm not going to vote on the People's Choice Awards because I'd have to listen to those albums. Yeah. Or, mo- mm-hmm. I don't know. Do or they do movies? suggest your own stuff that you want. Yeah, there'll be one vote yeah, for one Yeah, it's all just album. People's Choice. It's like the, the general public's choice some guy voted for primus frizzle fry <laughs> that came out over 20 years ago <laughs> all right so um moving on to the next song which i guess was more specifically considered country funk this is the fourth single sissy neck he knows how to pick the samples that are memorable I fucking love this song. I don't need no wheels, I don't need no gasoline. That's a groovy song. It's a funny name, and it's a groovy fucking song. It is a funny name. Fucking Beck jams. I love when... I love when someone on our team is our how it, is how it sounds. We sound like the worst, like racist. Like we sound like pieces of shit. But yeah, it's always like, but it's the thing, like, because it's always thought like white people can't have soul. We can't have rhythm. We can't fucking groove. White men can't even jump. But Beck has some fucking. He's a white boy who really brings that country sound in. He's like, I'm white. I'm white. But I'm also funky as fuck, and this is what I appreciate yeah. and like. And like we said earlier, like the grooves in the interview, the grooves in anybody, regardless. I agree. I just really, I'm feeling his funk. Yeah. I'm for sure I'm, uh, feeling his funk. And yeah. I, uh, I don't know if I should say this for the end, but I'm really enjoying this album when when you gave it to me. Like, having the retrospect that listened. I did, like, wait a minute, I remember a point that I was like unhappy with this thing. But you didn't actually listen to it as a whole. and then uh, Probably not. But I don't think I don't think at that time I would have liked it even if I did listen to it a bunch. It just there's a sound to it that I would not have as soon as I would have heard like any country twang yeah. stuff going on it would have been over. And I that's probably what happened. The country twang in this song in particular yeah. is way stronger. But then <clears throat> straight into this. That's how he uses like, phone sounds and shit. Yeah, the modem's busy. Put that in the song. So interesting. I think a, I bet a Beck concert would be fun. I think so too. I think it'd be fun check, as shit. We should check that out. I think that would be fun. I'd be dancing the whole fucking time. I would too. I'd be like, I don't know this song. 
I would. Can I take acid? <laughs> I don't know. You could. You could ask your probation officer that. <laughs> God damn it! I'm not. I don't have to disclose to you on this podcast, right? <laughs> no. Do it. They would never sit through this shit. <laughs> we barely have people who like us who can sit through this shit. Numbers are going up. Good old boys. Numbers are going up. I don't know if people are talking or hashtags are working or people just got bored of other podcasts and are looking for things, but numbers are going up. And I appreciate it. Thank you. Hey. And some good old boys. It's a very groovy song. You remember the Zappa song, uh, Harder Than Your Husband? That's got like that country sound to it, but it's not a full-blown country song. This is like even more in that vein. I think a country person could even like this song. Like, hey, you can't deny the fuck groove. And it's got a twang. I like that a lot of his songs just randomly have screaming <laughs> and weird ends. And sometimes. it's yeah, because it's like he doesn't know how to end it, so he just like it's like all of this stuff building up in him, and he just like lets it out by screaming. I'm back. Like that's how he gets his release is by Kerman, Kerman and screaming at the end. Kerman, Kerman screaming at the end. Is, oh, when you when you that get that taco season, it's got that Kerman in it. Is that what it's called when Kermit comes? Kermin. I'm Kerman. I'm uh, Kerman the Frog here. I'm just Kerman Vermin. <laughs> <laughs> Your Kermit was amazing. It was bad. <laughs> I was almost floating down the road. And you were closer to Yoda. Burning with disaster, man. Um, <coughs> I was flirting with a... We flirt with. I think I said burning with disaster. I was flirting. I was burning with disaster. That's for sure. I'm burning. I'm burning with disaster. Something exploded. I'm a tire that flew off and is burning on the side of the road for sure. (gasps) Did it kill Dale Earnhardt? No, he died inside the car. Ooh, that must have been awful. My dad was very upset and did not. Uh, respond to me when I walked in and said that I was sorry to hear about it. He wouldn't, did not remove his eyes from the TV. Wow, really? He was his favorite. I I get it. I mean, and he watched it happen like ugh, other live. people because like, it, it was. I think it was live it, broadcast. Races usually are sports broadcasts usually are, and yeah, Fuck. and watched it, and he was just like, yeah, boom. Because I saw it on some other channel that there was some news thing. And when I saw it, I was like, shit, and like immediately went downstairs. Oh, man. And, and you knew. And I, I knew it with, I knew I was walking into something, but I didn't know that my dad was just like. He was distraught. He was distraught. He wasn't going to talk. He wasn't going to say anything. It's he crazy. was just kind of stunned and shocked that it's like. crazy. That, he, that this was his thing. He looked forward every Sunday, like the races. He was just going to sit around. He'd usually clean the house Saturday. Um, he might go fucking golfing. He might go fucking fishing, whatever. Oh, my dad's such a dad. Um, <laughs> I love From him. everything you just said. I fucking yes. love him. Um, but then Sundays were usually for just sitting around, hanging out, relaxing, um, watching the race. And then boom. And then boom, his heart was broken. So 
I'm sorry to everyone who lost Dale Earnhardt. <laughs> as I get older, I'm getting empathy. And like, as soon as I thought about Dale Earnhardt hitting a wall and being trapped in a car, like, fuck. I don't think he suffered much. You think it was a knockout? I think it was. Ugh. I think it was bad. I think it was like on an impact sort of thing, which Man. is good. I mean, that's if, what you yeah, wanted to be. Yeah, yeah. I'm assuming. I don't I, want to burn alive. I, I got diesel fuel on me and I'm catching on fire. That'd be the worst. Suffocating and Ugh. that's, yeah, it's yeah, they, horrifying. They do say you suffocate before you burn alive. Mm-hmm. From the smoke inhalation. <sighs> so, um, Horrific topic all horrific of a sudden. Horrific <laughs> conversation. Sorry. We're going to move on to ready-made. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> It sounds like one of those mouth harps but with a weird effect on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, mouth harp. We saw one of those recently and tried to explain what it was to our niece. I won't talk shit about my nieces or nephews anymore on the podcasts. I mean, unless they deserve it, I guess. <laughs> unless they actually like, did something horrible. But if they're just... <laughs> Being their age, I don't know if it's fair to fucking go on a tangent like you have in the past. I'm a good tangenter. <laughs> I mean, I am too. I Come can on. Get mad. We are fucking winded bastards. <laughs> but only one of us is technically a bastard. You? No. Me? Yeah. I'm not a bastard. I was conceived. While my parents were married. Uh-huh. But then your dad abandoned you. Because my father's dead doesn't mean the bastard. He abandoned you, so he, you're a bastard. He abandoned <laughs> us by dying. <laughs> that son of a bitch. Have I said this on a podcast? That a motherfucker owes me a lot of baseball throwing back and forth. I'm just going to go to the graveyard. Just, yeah, I'll go throw it at throw a tennis ball at it, the gravestone and just catch it when it comes back. It's, yeah, because it's flat. It's not big and upward, right? Good throw, Dad. <laughs> Terrible catch. Never catch him, but good throw. Dad, I thought you were good at sports. I'm going to take my skateboard out there and skate around. Just go out and roast him. Oh, he fucking... Not that I think he's watching me from beyond or anything like that, but he hates or hated skateboarding. And drums and everything that you are. Everything I love, he yeah. would hate. I think you guys would have definitely butted heads, <laughs> for sure. Maybe, or uh, probably at an early age, and then I think, like, later when he realizes I'm, like, still a good guy. There would have become an understanding, but you still had this wildness that you were dying to break out of after you became an adult. True. Because you did most of your stuff as an adult when you could True. actually get in real trouble for it. Yeah, right. I didn't do it as a teenager where it goes away. Uh-huh. <sighs> or it's swept under the rug. God, we're dumb. Yeah. I've never done anything. Uh, You've never been bad, in trouble. Though. I've never. That's true. Keep it that way. You can still go to Canada. I can't. That sucks. Oh, so I could go on the other side. You could go to the other side of Niagara, Niagara Falls, Falls and wave at me and make and fun of me. And look at the side that's supposedly better. Better. Yes. I've never been to Canada. And then you can make fun of me. And then you can smoke recreational marijuana while you're in there. And I just have to stay on the other side because of. A DUI and another bullshit DUI coming up, which it's, should not exist it's, because it's about weed. And of course, it's in your system. <laughs> Weed's always in my fucking system. Like Tylenol's in people's system. I have. <laughs> uh, 
I should not have a DUI coming up. I have God allergy medication. It. What does that mean? Am I under the influence of right? allergy medication? It's, it's fucking stupid. Because I take it every night? But they wouldn't probably let me in for my past actual drinking DUI anyway, because it's been too soon. Too soon. So, uh, the guy I know that got across from Canada into America took a lot for him to get over. Had to get all sorts of papers filled out. Had to fill out why he was coming over. It was crazy. Uh, George Bush famously had a DUI. Mm-hmm. And uh, when he had to go over to Canada to do some sort of operations, he had to get like, special paperwork done to get into <laughs> Canada. And he's the As fucking the president. president. Yeah, That's crazy. So yeah, they're not letting me in for a long time. Wow. Which I'm sorry, Michelle. Because <laughs> um, it'd be really fucking fun. That's how I feel about life since I've been with you, is that I've wanted to like go out and explore and see things. And you're like, no, my <laughs> friends, my bands. You can come with my me on music. the band stuff. That's, it's things are different now oh. than they were before. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Before yeah. it was, I can't move away from my band. Oh, yeah, that's true. No, now we can go anywhere we want. <laughs> as soon as I get over all this After legal now, shit. now, this legal stuff. <laughs> or during, I don't care. Um, I so go get a medical card. Before we get too far away from this, this song uh, was sampled from a song that I want to listen to. I don't remember what any of this sounds like because this was set up a week ago. Okay, let's um, hear it. So the song that Ready made that we just listened to came from this song by Rory Gallagher Admit It. That was how it was sampled. Oh, you hear it. Immediately. Ooh, that bass line's killer. Agreed. This is another cool thing about this podcast. We're doing this. Oh, Agreed. this is fucking awesome. Who is this? Rory Gallagher. I love everything about it. Do you think he smashes watermelons? No, he smashes tangs. <laughs> yeah, I like it. I do it's like too. rock and roll. Classic rock and roll. It's good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's good. Yeah, this podcast is uh, changing my life. <laughs> I tell you what. So is your machine. Uh, so your breathing machine. Oh, my breathing machine. I'm breathing. Breathe, guys. breathe, breathe. Uh, I have a CPAP machine, and I feel different. I feel after having it, it's been like two weeks now. Yeah. Um, I'm starting to notice a difference. I absolutely fucking hate sleeping with the mask on. It's uncomfortable because I want to like, I, I just move around in my sleep. And no one would like wearing a fucking thing on their face while they sleep. That is strapped to your face and your head and yeah. just like around your whole head. No. And a big tube coming out your, the front of you. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's great. But um, I, I genuinely feel an, an improvement in my functionality i mean really i used to feel especially right before i did this which is why i felt like i needed to go to the doctor um i, I couldn't get through the day without a nap yeah and you an, were napping a lot and an adult shouldn't be like that now granted i love naps and i will still take naps because i do still get tired and they're fun and they it, feel nice and yeah, I'm an adult. And, I don't give a shit. I don't and have a kids. Cat looks pretty comfortable sometimes. And sometimes Oliver straight up will like stand between the bedroom and me and look at me, and I'm just like, "You want a fucking nap? It's nap time." And I'll be like, "Fine." And then I go in there, and he jumps right up on the bed and like plops down right up against me, little spoon. And I swear to God, I fucking adore that. Cat. <laughs> 
But yeah, I, he he the cat has tempted me and pulled me into naps absolutely many times. Um, but yeah, I definitely feel an improvement from the CPAP machine. Well, I'm very glad. Me too. And I hope it keeps even getting better. I mean, this is only two weeks in. Yeah, we're still only short. Two we're weeks. still so there's still barely time. just started. So let's go on to the next track. Uh, high five, rock the cat skills. Rock the cat skills, rock the cat skills. Oh, I did it again where I keep forgetting that I have it turned down because I faded another song out. Sorry, guys. I'm getting robbed of these amazing intros. Just kidding on this song. Yeah, this is the one to not get it right. Which I don't actually... I don't hate this song, but this is... Well, this is something Sam and I've talked about since we've been listening to this for two weeks now, but... This is definitely on the lower end of the album. Even though, yes. like, this I'll definitely, like, goofy I mean, dance fun, right like, now, but... Yeah. This song, for me, gets exhausting fast. Like, I feel like on other albums, this song would have been, like, a minute long, and it would have been just, like, a joke. But no, this goes over four minutes. And the song just... It's just kind of exhausting. It's not yeah. terrible, but... And I can't understand anything that's being said, so there's no. nothing funny happening. It's just really electronic. It's a little too much. I would like to hear Rhymebag rhyme over the thing. The beat. Where he's doing all the distorted verses. That'd be a good it's a good rap beat. And I don't hate the chorus, but I don't I don't love the music sounds at all in the song in general. But like that high five more dead than alive. Yeah, I don't yeah. hate that. Excuse me. But I have no idea what the fuck is going on right now. No, not at all. Uh, it's the most distorted vocal of any of the songs. Yeah. Even the end of Devil's Haircut, when he's screaming Devil's Haircut in my mind. Like, I can still understand what he's saying. Yeah, and there are a lot of times where he does do the heavy distortion, but not to the point where you can't make anything out that he's saying. Yeah. And maybe that's the point. It could be. But... Yeah, it just doesn't gel as we as well for me. It's got that untuned guitar. It almost sounds like at the end of the NWA album, Straight Outta Compton, they have like just extra beats with no rapping over them. Yeah, it almost sounds like that at points. It's like a real '80s hip hop sound. You know when they used to use like distorted guitars and they'd be like. Yeah. Oh, like ACDC? <laughs> no. ACDC didn't rap? Can you yeah, imagine they if they did? Oh, they totally rapped. Hell's bells! Turn that shit off, man! Whoa! What's wrong with you, man? Get the other record. And this song, there's no structure to this song. No. Not at all. I think, uh, yeah, yeah. I don't like this song. I don't hate it. I'd rather listen to it than a lot of other stuff, but um, I'd rather listen to a lot of stuff other than this as well. I just think that the album itself grooves so much that this song just seems lazy, and it's it's just a, kind of an obvious weak spot, even though. It sounds really 
colorful. There's a lot going on, but it still feels... Because it's probably like, yeah, look at this fucking track of all these samples and all these sounds that I put together, but... Well, it's still bland. Ah, <laughs> uh, there was something I forgot to play earlier. Oh, really? Fuck! It wasn't a song off of the... Off the, the album? album? But it's something I can still bring up right about now when the song is over. Actually, I'll, I'll save it till the end because we're almost done with the album. Yeah, yeah. Thank God. It's over. It's over. Not the album, just that song. Um, so yeah, as you can tell, we're not big fans. No, I am not. No. So the next song is, I, the, is technical. What? Do I tell the story? I'll wait till the end. A story? Yeah, I'll wait till the end. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm fine. I'll wait. This is a good time if you want nah, to. No, it correlates with the end. We're good. Okay, well, we're going to listen to time. technically the last song because um, the very end track, I guess, was a hidden track. I didn't realize that. Um, oh, really? So yeah. as we're listening to it So the next on Google. Yeah, we listen okay. to most of our stuff digitally google play these days we pay for our goddamn subscription we pay and we listen and um it's totally worth it <laughs> and i've bought this album in the past it's more so of the worth it because also with that you get uh at least i still get youtube premium or what the fuck ever i do it. as well yeah um oh yeah you do because they're connected so no ads on youtube it's amazing oh fuck i can't stand ads on anything anymore no nothing facebook drives me crazy like it's timed perfect too. Like the most interesting thing is about to happen, and it's like that countdown starts on the left corner, and I'm like, nope, and I just hit back, and I don't even watch. The I've video given anymore. up on so many videos, oh, but yeah. at the same time, if it plays, I will like, I will look away from my phone. I'll be like, I'm not even. I'm not, not. I refuse to look at your ad. <laughs> I'm. That's how I feel. I'm just like, I'm not going to entertain the idea that you're going to try and fucking sell me something right now. Like, I don't. I don't want this. I don't have to watch it. Fuck you. And I know that my phone knows if I'm looking at it. So you got that information too. <laughs> All right. So ah. Uh, and you got my DNA. <laughs> okay, so we're gonna go into the my sperm. Last song, Ramshackle, which is a great name for a song, if you ask me. Put the ramshackles on him. But this is uh, this is what I assume Beck has come, become more of now. A desperado sound? <laughs> At times. But he's like grown his hair out and he'll wear a cowboy hat now. So that's just what I assume that he plays more with these sounds. But I know he still does electronic stuff. I think he still is kind of all over the place. I think he has never settled into one sound but I feel like this is kind of this is the most true raw back it sounds almost like it was recorded as a band not when I say that I mean not individually recorded like we're doing the drum track now like everyone in a room it sounds like everyone's in a room yeah has a real open sound to it, but a that real also sounds roomy sound to it. I understand that, but I also think it sounds like one sound, like it sounds combined and tight, like it's one sound, even yeah. though it sounds roomy at the same yeah, time. Yeah, because they're all. Like, it's maybe one. because they're all one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
This is a song that when I would have bought this album, I would have been like, Bleh. yeah. But now I'm, I like the. Uh, it reminds me of another Welcome to the Dollhouse kind of feel, but like almost at a somber point of the story, like heartbreak has happened. Yeah, it's not like a happy ending like you would expect. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. And I think the melody and vocal line is interesting enough that no matter how slow it is, it's it's an interesting song. I can almost hear Lane Staley put a track in there. It's also easy to assume that someone who likes stuff like punk and metal isn't going to be is going to like immediately hate something like this. So there's almost also like a fear not not like a fear because it's not something that I created but it's still the whole thing of like sharing something that you like with someone and how you feel that they're going to interpret interpret and pick apart things like this which seem like weak points but necessarily aren't because it's and this is something I was always told by my music teacher um, it's much harder to sing quieter it's easy to sing loud and just kind of yell but if you want to do it well do it quietly and then you'll know what you can really do because you can just yell and belt whatever but to have actual technique yeah it's exercised more it's exercised more better when you kind of bring it down and it's just more like simple you hear all the simple things which is why what I like about Alice in Chains and why I think they were so talented because they would fucking bring it down and yeah. they would show their skill. They could do both. Yes. I was getting ready to say, now what if I can't do either? <laughs> Sam, you can do anything you want to do. I can sing okay when I want to. I'm nothing special. No, but I can but hold my own. You are a go-getter. Goddamn right. <clears throat> you are much more of a go-getter than I am. I used to be more of a go-getter uh, when we got together when I was younger. Maybe now you will be again thanks to your CPAP machine. I definitely want to be. I feel like I'm tired of being the me that I've so comfortably slash uncomfortably been for the last handful of time. For those who don't know, uh, I had lost 95 pounds at one point years ago after high school and uh, really worked hard and then let myself go. And I've had health problems and surgeries and things that have you know that happens and then start jobs where I'm sitting on my ass that always makes it worse as well and then back to your CPAP machine and you don't have any fucking energy because you don't get any rest and then you don't realize yeah and I've always felt tired and I've always felt like I I get shitty sleep but when I actually have like a study and someone listens to it and can actually tell me like yeah you sleep terribly (laughs) (laughs) like it's affecting your life oh yeah, yeah cool so it's not just in my head good to know uh yeah. I want things to change though. I have I have a positive outlook right now. So if I like die in a car wreck or something, at least I You were on the up. <laughs> or or if I fucking die in my sleep from a heart attack or something cuz you know, you can start drinking smoothies and whatever, but you still have that shit clogged in your Stop 30 years of eating like shit arteries cuz you have 2 days of drinking a nice smoothie. Um a healthy smoothie. I've always eaten well. I just also eat bad. You can eat way healthier than I can. Yeah. 
I, oh, and so I love healthy jealous. food. I fucking love it. But I love bad food. I love yeah. it all. I love it all. I can't wait. Ugh. Vegetables taste so horrible to me, and I hate the fact that it's like that. So in, sucks. Instead of I'm gonna fucking sneeze again. My allergies are kind of getting to me right now. Achoo. May the good dark Lord Satan bless you. Yeah. <laughs> um, so instead of ending the album there, where you get just an earnest P Whirl Beck track, just Beck stripped. This is who Beck really is. None yeah. of those samples from anyone yeah. else. I know what None you mean. None of this right? heavy production. Just very Beck. For whatever fucking reason, <clears throat> he thought that this was the best way to end the album with the last track. Hidden track. Hidden right? track previously, but not in this layout. Computer rock. <clears throat> Here we go. <clears throat> <clears throat> DJ Sam in the house. DJ Sam hanging out in the house. DJ Sam putting his dick on a louse. The boat's small enough that they can have a sword fight. Boat's small enough that they can have a sword fight. Put his dick on a louse. So do we all feel better that that was how we uh, ended that album? Yeah. <laughs> I do not. I think that was such a piss poor choice. Uh, I'm so on board for the creativity and all of it throughout this whole thing. I'm I'm on board. I'm, I'm strapped into the fucking ride. You are in control. Why did you have to end it like that? To me, it just... It's masterpiece. That's why. It's It's bad. For me, it's it's not a good experience. It's like it, it it's like putting it a bad nothing? taste in your mouth at the end. It's nothing. There's no groove. There's it's just the same sound over and over again. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's like you want to hear one of the most annoying sounds in the world. <laughs> it's like someone is. <laughs> I'm gonna steal that and then I'm gonna make it a thing. I'm gonna send it to Beck. Be like, here, I fixed your song. <laughs> I fixed it. So the thing that I was talking about earlier that I wanted to play but had forgotten to, um, I wanted to play a clip from the uh, Sex for Teens Where It's At audiobook that had come out. Oh, okay. Um, I didn't really listen to this, but I know that it starts out funny at least. So um, let's for a second listen to and if one, it'll be a little longer than Please. a second, but we're going to listen to a little bit of this audiobook of Sex for Teens. You must be the most stupid broad in the world. Don't call me stupid and don't call me a broad. Well, you are. I you feel like I've heard that. Who are you to Clip. Talk? I feel like people hey, have taken clips from on? this over Dad, the years. My sister is so dumb. Oh, I can hardly believe it. Why? What did she do? She's getting all, all hung up on her phony new boyfriend. Wow, what a loser. He's not a phony. Yeah. Is he like in love with his Look, sister oh, and jealous? He's really interested yeah. in his, his hustling you into bed. My Bill, sister wouldn't let me fuck her. He doesn't really give a damn about and you And if I can't fuck her, her boyfriend can't matter. fuck her. If I can't he's, fuck her, nobody can. He's so can. selfish and, and, and self-centered, it's not even real. Sue? That guy's voice. Sue? Speak for yourself, Father voice. That grubby slob. <laughs> Hold on, Bill. 
Go on, Sue. He's That's such a film strip voice. He's freaky. Bill, why are you so down on him? He keeps telling me that he's Because she wants to go down on him. I feel like we could just listen to this and narrate it and just commentate the whole time. Nothing except maybe trying to get a suit a sack. No. That guy That'd be terrible. To anybody. I'm gonna. I'm gonna listen to two people to talking over talking. I guilty wanting to make love. I want to. Does one fall in love? How does it all come about? Well, how does it? Well, it's based on your specific individual needs, primarily yes. your emotional needs. Yes. Although your sexual and intellectual needs also play an important role. Oh, baby, oh? speak the truth. Yes, two people are attracted. And fall in love because they've found a mate who fulfills those needs. No, but this sounds real, though. their unique makeup. This is more real than just being like on a level, some bullshit. Usually in the quick thing to sleep sweep under the rug. Often it's like total lack people of fucking like each other. It's happening, or yeah, but it's, it's boring. What does that mean? It means that you're able to share yourself not only physically, emotionally, and intellectually, but on a spiritual level as well. Oh shit, man! That's far out. That's you gotta invite Jesus into the bedroom. Of man, nah. His eternal taproot that I don't huh. see. His eternal taproot. Interesting. Jesus, Jesus is eternal taproot. Is that a band taproot? Never really get rid of their probably. And bugging out, they only retard their emotional growth. Holy shit! Did he just say retard? He totally did. Bugging out, they only retard their emotional growth. They never grow up? That's what are the it. odds? Strange. Emotionally grow up. Never mature. <laughs> Get out of okay. here. Well, I fucking enjoyed every bit of it. But it brought me back to actually watching like a little film strip and, less, and pressing play on a little cassette tape. And like... Oh, yeah, yeah. Ding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And turn the page. Turn the page. Oh, God. Being a kid. And that stuff seems so old. Do you remember when we'd go to... In the media center, like when we were th- like maybe in like first or second grade, and they when would they have those. When they calling them libraries. Yeah, and they had, <laughs> they had the. Start uh, calling them media centers. <coughs> yeah, and they had the. Uh, they would have that box that you'd put like old school newspapers or newspapers up to, and it would magnify the newspaper. Yes. And you, that's a long gone thing. I think the library still has one. Really? I think so. That's cool. To look at those really old articles. They'd always have the newspapers like on those slideshow. rods. Those wooden rods, mm-hmm. those were always cool. Yeah. All right, so it's time to get to the part where we answer some questions. Whoa, it's time to Whoa, it's time. ask ourselves what kind of questions we got. And then maybe we'll answer them in a way that's so delicate, baby. Yeah. Okay, so um, why did I choose this? This album, uh, Grooves, I think it's it's something that I knew that you had experience in, with. I knew that you had owned it. I didn't know anything really past that. Like, I didn't know how yeah, yeah, didn't know you the would details. listen to it or anything, but yeah. I knew you were at least familiar with it. I know you don't hate Beck. Um, so, I mean, even going into the next question of why I what I thought when you gave it to it, or what, like I thought when you gave, when I gave it to you, Jesus, fuck, fuck. I can't talk at all. Okay, so um, I just thought that I picked it because I thought that this would be an easier thing that I thought we could both just jam out to. It's something I know that I've listened, I've listened to back around you over the years that we've been together. We've been together 12 fucking years now. So uh, I've definitely listened to some back. We both have jammed out. I think you enjoy him. So I thought it was going to be fine and fun and 
easy. So what was your judgment prior to listening to it? Uh, that it was probably going to be pretty easy and that I'm the age to listen to this now. And it was going to be very interesting to hear it again because I knew my history of scratching it yeah. to make it unplayable. But that your threshold for things that are outside of your norm have maybe changed. Yeah, in, 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 in retrospect, I think I always liked his exterior look and like the way he presented himself. I just, I, I think I knew there was something I liked, but I wasn't ready. For his actual music. I, the music wasn't there for me yet. Mm-hmm. And now I'm of the age where it is, and there's other music that I listen to that's even weirder, or even sometimes even more mellow than yeah. this. So, like, I mean... I listened to Lucille, you know, as Apison, that's a straight piano, or like Uncle Remus that I would have never, ever listened to when I was yeah. 15, so, so th- I was excited. Okay, cool. Um, This one's going to be hard to answer because we did sit on this for an extra week. Um, I don't think either of us are going to have much of an answer for this. Do you know how many times that you listened to it? Because uh, I have played I know around by myself a lot, too. About, I know by myself about five. Okay. But yeah, the, I mean, a, five. We, I've played it three or four times around you uh, yeah, in the I last two weeks. I'm going to guess around seven or eight I've heard it. Yeah. And I, then I think I've listened to like half of it at one point and then another half at another point. So you can add another one on there. Enough times to get a good grasp on it. I have absolutely no idea. Yeah. But I know it's been a lot. Mm-hmm. That's all I can say. Um, most and least favorite songs. Cool. For once, I'm actually ready for this. You know, most of the time I'm like, oh, fuck. What am I going to choose? Yeah. I know. So, your least favorite song. My least favorite song. Can you take a guess? Well, you know, because I told you. Yeah, but I don't think it changed. Sometimes it changes. It did not change. It's high five. Um, This was the story that I brought up earlier that I said I was going to tell later. I came in from mowing the lawn while listening to this album and said, I don't think we've listened to an album yet that I've been so clear on the song I hate or... I hate this song. It's not even a like the least. I don't fucking like it at all. Like, like I, I ended up skipping it by the end of it. Like, I, was, I just knew. I didn't even have to listen to it anymore. I was like, it annoys me. It just sounds like a fucking beat that goes on forever. I don't like fucking beats like that. And the sounds that come in are like annoying. Annoying. Like high tone stuff. And I have hearing damage, so like certain tones rub me fucking wrong. Like. I know that sounds weird coming from a guy who can listen to such trashy sounding music, but like yeah. those high pitched noises that are going on right now, they fuck with me. Uh, it's like tinnitus, you know, when it's mm-hmm. something that high pitched. I'm like, oh god, and it's just boring. It's nothing I like about it. I like. Didn't well, enjoy it. I will say that High Five Rock the Cat Skills is also my least favorite. Interesting. So. Um, we don't have to keep listening to it. I think you pretty much spoke for both of us pretty evenly with cool. that. Cool. Um, so yeah, high oh, five, rock the cat skills. I'm so interested. Not great. Um, in the so, next part. And the most favorite. Yeah, because because it, it could go any way with I think both of us. I think so too because I think that this album is so good. I think there's so many songs that I enjoy. Um, I think we, you should actually because you said oh least for or yeah, so you should go most. Um, but yeah, I, I feel like before you even say what you're going to say, it's definitely raining right now. I've watched the clouds move in pretty heavily. We got rain. Yeah, we're good though. Glad I put the scooter away. Um, but yeah, I just feel like there are many different angles you could go. I think it could be 
any song. So if it comes to you in the past being like, can you guess? No. <laughs> I wasn't going to make a I guess. I can't fucking guess. What is your most favorite song? I think song? you might be surprised. Maybe. Okay. My favorite song on this album was Derelict. Ah, I am surprised. I fucking love that song. I don't know why. It's a very good song. I th- I think there's so many good songs on this album. There, is. there are a lot of good songs. So many good songs. And I, I think Beck is just fucking great. Um, my favorite song is I wasn't sure until we were near the end of the album. Um, and sometimes I'm not, sometimes yeah. I know right off the bat. Sometimes I wait. This one was hard for me to pick. Not as hard to pick a least favorite. Yeah. Um, definitely hard that was clear. to pick a most favorite, even though computer rock was also really bad for me, but it's, it wasn't, <laughs> it was a hidden that. track. So yeah. And it's not actually a song. Have we counted so, like, hidden tracks in the past? I don't think we. I don't I think. I think it. Oh, classified. No. Oh, Our it rule was if, if it covered. was actually them. Yeah, if it's actually their song. Yeah. Um. So my f- most favorite, even though God, I like so many. Um. I'm gonna have to go with the track right before Derelict, which is the new pollution. It's a good song. It's a really good song. It's got that good energy. It's got that good fucking groove. It's that beatnik Austin Powers groove. It's, it's fun. It's a dancing song. And I think that these sounds, when Beck gets groovy and he gets funky, that's when I like him the most. And I yes. think he does it so well. And his voice is great. It just feels like a blanket. <laughs> You're right. It does. It's, it's, it's smooth in a weird way. It's smooth in like a dirty way. And like a nerd way too. I don't know if it's nerd sounding to me just because I know what he looks like. It'd be interesting to know. Be interesting to get a retrospective view of. I think he looks what do like I think it sounds like nerd. without knowing what it, what he looks like. I, I think he looks like a real actual nerd. Yes, that's exactly not, why I, I hear a nerd sound. Not just time. like a pocket protector, like no Coke bottle glasses, like what you would think. What 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 has been painted into our head since the eighties of what a fucking stereotypical nerd is. Not that. He's like an actual nerd, like someone who is nerded out. Obsessive about obsessive, things. Obsessive, uh, particular. Yes. Um, creates and uh, creates something that's fucking different and yeah. makes him stand out. Fucking kudos to you, Beck. Yeah. If you I enjoy you, Beck. Where? You have made a convert of me, and I think I might. I'd like. I love sex laws. We've been listening to it lately. We've been jamming. I'd like to hear some other stuff. Yeah. I think that that's a good idea. And I holy shit, other this songs. podcast has done something. Uh, well, and I've played other th- songs, thongs, thongs. You played other thongs, thong, 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 He thong. has that like Guero or whatever album that came out in the early two thousands. Okay, that has like uh, Black Tambourine, which I always sing Jeffrey Tambourine, <laughs> and that has like a um, God, what's that other song? I don't even fucking remember. Right I don't now. know my wife. But it's a good, it's a good album. Oh, finally, it took the whole podcast, and here, oh, here he is. Our kitty cat Oliver has our visited once again. Is here. So, do you know how old you are when you first started listening to this? When did it come out? Because you were a kid. It came out in '96. So I would. So we been... did talk about that a little bit. I, I you didn't really listen. twelve. I was probably twelve. I think I got it a little after the single came out because I just knew it was on there. But did you? Do you think you actually listened to the album until you and I were together? Uh, no, I'm sure I dismissed it real early. Okay, and I would have been a teenager, I think. Yeah, maybe sh- later teens. Uh, yeah, uh, it would have been later teens, but yeah, I would have been a teenager. Yeah, I was I was 33 when I finally listened to this entire album. <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, <laughs> I got it when I was probably 12. And then, how did I originally feel about this? I've always liked it, but I've never delved. I've never like committed to the album as a whole all the way through as much. But I have still because I know. 
I know the songs that weren't released as well as I know the songs that were on this album. I feel like this is a, an album I don't know when I started listening to it exactly because I've had it for a while but didn't listen to it. You know what I mean? Like I had it when yeah. kind of listened to it yeah. but not really. And then there was a time when I started appreciating it more and listening to it all the way Yeah. before I decided to do it for the podcast. So I don't know. I feel like it's just something that's been in my adult life and teenage years it grew on you. You got your interest broadened, maybe, and then yeah. you're like, "Oh, I, si- I like these sounds." It's and I happened think, to me too. I think that that's also a fun thing about the podcast is like going back to things that you even maybe still have that you've not gotten rid of and thrown away because you know that you still like it, but then you just kind of like you have another round with it, and the other round ends up going way deeper. Yeah. Oh yeah. And it's like, oh, I never, I didn't realize that this album was what it is. I'm so, trying to think if that's happened to me yet. But it's crazy how you just have to be ready uh-huh. for certain things, for certain humor, for yeah. certain media in general, music especially. Yeah. Like you just have to be ready at a certain time in your life where you can just kind of put it aside and be like, I like this, it's, mm-hmm. but it's okay. Yeah. And then later it's like, I actually fucking love this. Uh-huh. So I think it's do neat. You, do you think it is... Part of me thinks it's literally... Oh, fuck, what was I going to say? Like, I got a fart. I was going to poop my pants just then. God, I'm glad you didn't. Wow. Uh, but The windows are all closed. The air is on. That would be bad. <laughs> it's like you turn this corner and you go, oh, wait, I don't have to like, at least this is what happened for me. I don't have to be one fucking thing. And actually that makes you way more less dimensional way less of an interesting person. Instead of just being like, I am punk. I am metal. Or anything. I'm, or anything. I'm into this like, one even thing. Even I'm, I'm EDM. I'm dance rave. Like, it also drives me crazy when people, like we would, when my band Corpuside was still doing stuff and we'd be like, here, take this free demo, like somebody that we know and we know they don't necessarily listen to that kind of music and they'd just be like, no thanks. And I remember Kent would eventually be like, give it a try. You don't know. Just give it a chance. Yeah. He's like, I'm not asking you to just switch your entire life over. Yeah. Just listen to it once. You might like it. If you don't, don't ever listen to it again. You can even tell me. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. But it's it's getting older. It's very nice to get this well-rounded, more interesting thing. And I think of this a lot. Jimi Hendrix said, I want I want to hear and see everything. And the older I get, the more I'm like, you're right. Like There's some stuff I don't want to fucking see just because I, yeah, I know yeah, I'm not going to yeah. like it. But I'm way more open and it's way more interesting. Mm-hmm. And like you said, it's broadening us up. We have references that we didn't have before. Just as human beings and how we look at other people and the world it's as neat. a whole. It's crazy. It's neat. Because we have been, we've, and I won't, I'm not saying victim to, we have been guilty of being um, closed-minded, for sure. For sure. Um, I'm opening. What We're opening like legs. <laughs> I could have said many yeah. things, but I said legs. Um, so <laughs> would I recommend it today? Yes. Absolutely. Uh, would you ever listen to this again? Yeah, I think so. Okay. So I think I think we're... this would be a good one to put on at work that I, you know, need something that's not so abrasive. Yeah. I, I just had a lisp that I've something never had in my so life. So abrasive. Something so abrasive. It's, so it's, it's a public. I have a mindset sometimes like, what's my public music? And I think this could be public music. Yeah. I think that too. I understand what you mean by that. Um, it's time for you to uh, give me. The next thing, baby. Here we go. Baby. It's been a while. And Oh, uh, stained? No. 
Yeah, we're going to do Stained. That <laughs> Mud Shovel, my favorite song of all time. Uh, we haven't done a movie in a good while, so I'm pulling out a movie. That, all right. And uh, it's a movie I'm fucking obsessed with. I don't know why I'm obsessed with it, but we'll get into it when we <laughs> do the podcast. Hellraiser, the first Hellraiser. The first out of many. Oh, man. All right. I'm so excited. I watched it last night. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I did notice that after I turned everything off and put all the remotes stacked up and were all nice this morning, they were not like that anymore. So I could tell yeah. that you watched something. I wired a base electronically and put Hellraiser on. All right. So we are going to uh, see you guys later after we watch this movie and yeah. we'll let you know how it goes. Uh, it's going to be great. Thank, Thank you, you for very listening. much for oh, listening. She was going to say it too. Uh, go to Instagram. Go to Facebook. Yeah, go to wherever you listen to podcasts. Go to your um, family get-togethers this summer and be like, yeah. I don't know what you're doing, but I'm fucking listening to this stupid podcast with these fucking idiots who just give their opinions and are really long-winded, especially on this particular episode. <laughs> I can feel it. Um, we appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye.